Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Take some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it it's is going to be good. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. My name's Justin Crosley, and I'm the host of the session. Please, well, here's a voice from the uh, past. The new out. guy. It's nice to meet you all. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I hope you'll fit right in. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, it's good to be back in the studio. I've been out uh, traveling around the world. For a few weeks, which was a lot of fun. Thank you to the Brewing Network staff for holding down the fort and doing such a great job with all our guests and our shows and allowing me to get out and do that. I had a lot of fun. I also went to the Great American Beer Festival, which I know you guys talked about a little bit. I had a good time there. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, More Beer, you know, an independently owned homebrew shop here in the United (laughs) States. So Uh, so much news. uh, That's an interesting one. Um, If you don't know what we're talking about, of course, uh, Northern Brewer, Midwest Supplies, which had merged couple couple of two three years ago yeah. uh got acquired by anheuser-busch uh, at least their, their venture capitalist right. uh, I didn't hear that. Side. yeah apparently yeah. austin homebrew is part of that conglomerate too Oh, wow. had they Martha Midwest? Oh, no. Midwest, yeah. yes, because yeah. Northern Brewer and Midwest are the same, same company. company. Yeah, Austin, uh, Austin was I hadn't heard of the heard. Austin I, part. I mean, I didn't find any corroborative evidence online, but someone yeah. had mentioned, like, uh, yeah, a, a couple people have mentioned that Austin is owned by the same venture capitalist now. Huh. 
I don't know. That one which I is haven't heard. Now owned by Anheuser Busch. Yeah, which is an interesting um, development. Well, well, let me just uh, f- uh, finish thanking our our wonderful sponsor at uh, More Beer, who's been with us since uh, day zero and continues to support us. We love them very much. Go to morebeer dot com right now and get your homebrew supplies from a a wonderful. Um, you know, group of guys that are independently owned and, and have been working hard for years now to give you the best in homebrew supplies and pricing and shipping and you name it. I'm so proud of those guys. They, they do great work. So thanks to More Beer for bringing you this session and, and every session. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of speculation. It's just interesting to think about why Anheuser-Busch would yes, want the to. Right. Uh, oh, man, and, everyone's all over the place. Stories in the, in the why, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I haven't right. even developed an opinion. I, I, to me, it's like okay, why? Uh, it's not about making money in, in home brewing supplies, obviously. So that to them, it's control over something, or maybe like they, they look and say, okay, who's who's really driving what beers are consumed by the by the general public? Well, they might see home brewers as a class of people that might be doing that. So maybe they think that. they can get into their heads. Right. You know, sooner like, than uh, they're, they're yeah. doing now. Seeing what the homebrewers are buying, yeah, in what they're buying to, or, to predict trends, yeah, or you know, get them to make light ricey lager. I that's, thought that's about what that, I thought but, too, but yeah. that one seems a little farther out there to me. Yeah. I'm closer to feeling like it's just a PR move. That's what I'm going with. Like they're trying to do something, uh, just to try to stir the muck and and be be in the news again. And be in the news again, and be in the news in such a way that might be positive to homebrewers because they've never been in the news that way. They, they've been in the news in the negative light by their own uh, <laughs> volition, though, they, that with the attacks on the commercials, on beer geeks. Well, they made fun of beer geeks. Uh, yeah, which, by the way, I find all that stuff That's funny. Um, but I just, yeah, I wonder if it's a, if it's a PR move. Or, uh, hey, it could be strictly business. I mean, one of the things that I read is that Northern Brewer and Midwest is a $50 million a year company, and that's not a bad investment. Um, it's a weird time, though, too, because homebrewing is on the decline. It has been on the decline somewhere around 13% over right. the last two years. And so I don't know if they think they're going to be able to change that and do well with the company. I mean... We'll we'll see. Well, they have the marketing arm to do it. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, if you look at their website, Justin, they're they're really trying to bring people together for a better world. Look how happy those white people look. Oh, they do look With happy. The fedoras yeah. and the real deep V. Uh, yeah, the deep yeah. V hipster shirt that they yeah. make fun of. Yeah, for uh, sure. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a better world. Wow, that's the deepest V I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's almost as belly button. I mean, Let he me has see. cleavage, uh, basically. Man cleavage. Whoa. Deep V, baby. Uh, is that a thing now? No, and I hope not. He's fucking hilarious. Cleavage. Look at the two chicks. <laughs> uh, oh, they do think he's very funny. They're, or they're, they're laughing at his tits. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I found a way to get kale at cost. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, you're so crazy. Love it. Reginald. Dustin. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll find out. I don't know. It's very strange times we live in. Yeah. It, the craft beer and, and homebrewing changing quite a bit. So an interesting development. I'm sure we'll follow it in a very passive way here at the Brewing Network and come back to you when we well, have. until they want to buy a podcast and we won't be so passive. Oh, I just, right. I, I just mentioned them again for the second time. <laughs> Let's do business, baby. It's like the a natural progression. Mm. Craft to homebrew yeah. shop 
to podcast. Yeah, there, there was a comment somewhere that somebody said, you know, what's next? Are the, is the Brewing Network going to get bought? God, I hope not. And, you know, I wrote back right away, I will sell tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I, I will right. not. Literally in yeah, one minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to start cooking offer. the books a little bit, though. I know. That's we have true. to make yeah, us I'll look a little more valuable. Cook, cook the books, though. <laughs> yeah. I know an account. He'll, 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 he'll stamp it. Well, uh, maybe I have to go the stone route and start making cutbacks. Maybe I have to. <laughs> yeah, 5% percent of the if I, if, so everybody, <laughs> yeah, which was such big news, and then you look at the actual number of people that they employ versus how many got cut. Five percent. Yeah. Well, but 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 five percent is a big number. Um, what it, it? it what it equates to 70. compared to what the, it's 70, yeah. 70 something employees. five yeah. percent in layoffs, I think, is a rather big number. A lot of times, it's when even when corporations do it, it's a lot less than that. I think. But uh, in smaller companies, like say that have thirty people, yeah, it could be just like not hiring for. Six yeah, months right. Yeah. But they have a hotel, so yeah. there's that. Oh, they got to staff that. They got. <laughs> it, it is interesting timing to me, but uh, you know what? It is just business. They, you know, they've got the brewery yeah. in Berlin, which I, I got to go to the grand opening of that. I'll tell you a little about it in a second. Um, brewery in Berlin, brewery in Asheville, yeah. a new a brewery coming to Napa, um, maybe something else in the works. So a lot of growth uh, for them. So to make cutbacks at the same time, I guess there's two ways to look at it. Are you spending money on growth and leaving your employees behind? Yeah. Or in order to grow and stay competitive, we got to get lean and mean. And unfortunately, yeah. some employees mm-hmm. have to go. And it's probably closer yeah. to that when, you, when you're just a business person. Well, the bank that yeah. they got the money from, I'm sure he wants to see, like, you know, yeah. profits and stuff like that. And look, their new C- CEO. Yeah. He's got to do something. Yeah. What yeah. did they hire him for? He's yeah. like he's going to hang yeah. out and uh, not something. make changes. Right. Otherwise, why come on board? Yeah. Isn't that the move? Like, yeah. uh, generally, whenever big companies, big corporations yeah. hire a new CEO, everyone's concerned yeah. about cutbacks. Oh, yeah, that's the, the first thing they do is they just start cutting. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to cut it. As the owner, you don't want to be the guy that tells your 20-year employee you got to go. Yeah. How is that going to do Right. Oh, yeah, make the new guy the asshole. And maybe it was kind of an indicator when they didn't actually promote somebody into Mitch Steele's old position. Yeah. Yeah. And just said, oh, yeah, exactly. Now it'll be a group of people working. Right. It's interesting, you know. People, of course, I feel bad as as I would with any company that people are losing their jobs. Um, that's uh, nobody ever wants to hear that. But it is really not uncommon in in business. It's just uncommon in our industry, and I think that's yeah. why people are so mm-hmm. uh, up in arms about it, or at least concerned about it, because we've never really seen it happen in our industry before. But again, our industry's grown up now, and some of these people are just having to figure that out. And it's a tough time. Also, when you become the size of stone, you know, that kind of growth is very difficult to do. We talked about this, I think, when we were talking about ballast is you can you can kind of finance yourself and do it yourself up to a certain point. But then once you reach that point to go any further, it becomes exponentially more expensive to to do so. You know, the difference between taking on, um, you know, five and ten million dollars of investment and a hundred million dollars of investment, <laughs> right. or more, really, yeah. to compete on a larger scale, and that's what these successful breweries are doing. They're now competing on a much larger scale. So, you know, I think it's easy to say, well, F Stone or F Greg or or whatever. But I don't know that that looks at the big picture of what craft beer means in this country. And if 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 Greg is serious about staying independent like he claims to be and wants Stone to keep becoming one of the world's largest and greatest craft breweries, he's going to have to make hard decisions. 
That's true. Speaking of you know, investments, um, uh, Kieran just invested in uh, Brooklyn Brewing. 25%? I, I saw that one. That's crazy. You know why that one doesn't surprise me is Brooklyn has a huge presence overseas, both in Europe and, but maybe even more so in Asia. Hmm. Uh, they've been exporting there for longer, I think, than most breweries have been exporting, oh, maybe wow. aside from Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. And the Brooklyn brand resonates with the world, not because of Brooklyn Brewery, but because of the word Brooklyn. Yeah, the and they've been able to parlay that into a great business overseas. So that one, I'm really not surprised that, that it was an Asian uh, company to buy into them. Hmm. I think that they have the ability to make some huge moves uh, in, in Asia because of it. I mean, Brooklyn, I don't know, there's just something about the brand. People like that brand. Yeah. It's kind of like the Yankees. All right? The Yankees does very well all around the world, too. Not because the rest of the world cares about baseball. They don't. But the Yankees brand has done well. Sure. And so does Brooklyn. Yeah. Would so. anybody buy Concord Brewing Company? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's Appalachian. It'll be amazing. <laughs> no way. Not to be, uh, keep us on the news thing so long. But uh, one point of the new, uh, the Sony release was one of the reasons they're cutting back is because their sales are off. And the reasons they were giving was... Mm-hmm. yeah. The rotating tap model and the emphasis on drinking local. Right. And yeah. that's what our, I think our listeners are probably would be experiencing themselves as well. Which, by the way, so that's a great point. I also attribute um, the decline in homebrewing to the same thing. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, ourselves included, started homebrewing because we couldn't get uh, the beers we wanted to drink, the styles of beers. But now, especially here in the Bay, and I know this isn't the same for for a lot of our for some of our listeners, but right. it, it is the same for a lot of them. Not only do we have several local brewery choices, but we have several styles to choose from. Exactly. Why why homebrew? I know I had to brew an unusual beer. Yeah. They're all over the place because, yeah. frankly, the graduating class, recent graduating class of homebrewers which we, of course, put through, yeah. uh, are out there in the field. They're making beer, and they're making these crazy beers they're making. Yeah. And think, so I agree with that. Do you think maybe that's why Anheuser-Busch bought Northern Brewer? To kind of get an idea of who's up and coming, like what they're buying? Well, that's what Tasty happening. indicated, and I think it's possible. Uh, but that one seems a little more out there on the limb to me, uh, kind of on the peripheral of why they might buy a company like that. Because I think there are other ways to do that that are far more efficient and less yeah. expensive. Um, Just ask me, I'll tell them. But I, yeah, but uh, I do agree with that, Tasty. And and in fact, it's our model here at the Hop Grenade. You yes. know, we have a, nobody. The only person who has a, uh, the only brewery who gets a permanent tap here at the Hop Grenade is Heretic Brewing Company. Um, and we have a lot of regulars, like our guest tonight. We're going to be talking to Altamont Brewing Company, who is a local brewery here out of Livermore, California. Um, and they get a, they're kind of a regular for us, but they don't get a permanent tap. It's hard to sell beer. That model has changed. You know, it used to be you go get an account and you're like, as a rep, and you go, sweet. Now I'm going to sell X amount of kegs to that place yeah, a month. Week, it's, yeah, it's like an insurance salesman. Every month you get the, well, with a, with a place like us, we're paying in the ass for that rep because you get this account, and we may or may not purchase your beer this month. We and don't. who wants to see Stone? You think the customer's saying, hey, get Stone IPA in here? Right. No, get this brand-new IPA I never had before. That's yeah, they're going to need to work on that, too. Yeah. 
Um, well, anyway, I, I wish them luck. I also, of course, wish all of the employees uh, who lost their jobs. Uh, hopefully, they they have a, a really good mark on their resume, having worked at Stone, and they all find work quickly. There are a lot of breweries opening up, and and jobs, and you name it. So, good luck to those guys. And yeah, right. God bless them. <clears throat> yes. Buy that Tesla, girl. <laughs> all right, let's do uh, just some announcements quickly. Uh, Tasty and I will be in Norway this weekend. Yeah, we'll be doing the old Scandinavian thing. What is it called? The Better Beer Festival? Uh, What's Brewing. The What's Brewing Festival. Thank We're close. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the What's Brewing Festival. It's an awesome festival, and uh, Tasty and I are going to be there. It's in uh, Stavanger. I'm probably saying it wrong. Sure. Yeah. Stavanger. Stavanger. Let's, let's go with Stavanger. Stavanger. The, the accent's on the second half. Stavanger. Yeah. I think I'm, that is closer. Stavanger. Uh, Stavanger, Stavanger Norway. Uh, Tasty Now will be there hanging out, drinking and beer. The, and then we're that, that name of the town and the name of the bar, the Cardinal. That's where you want to go. Cardinal. Okay. All right. It seems like a small place. Uh, the organizer wrote an email to us saying that every place you want to go is within walking distance anyway. Yeah, yeah. So the Cardinal right. and yeah, I don't know where else we'll end up. So uh, we're going to be there for the event on Friday, Saturday, and and some peripheral days. Uh, if any of you, any of our listeners uh, in the region yeah. are going to the fest, please don't hesitate to come say hi. Yeah, I'd love to meet them. Let's hang out. Yeah. Let's have some beer. Yeah, You're likely to see one or both of us drunk. We get, uh, get a strip club uh, report when you get back. I hope so. I've got I wonder what a Norwegian strip club is like. Probably mm, probably blow my mind. Yeah. <laughs> probably less probably less plastic than you used to. Could be. I would imagine. A lot taller. Oh, yeah. I like that though. Stavanger. Uh that's how you say it, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, check out strip clubs for me, yeah, JP. I'm be my be my trip advisor. <laughs> I will. Um, Speaking of announcement, are you, are you done with your Taren does with that one? Yeah, so just, history, just. Uh, because I will be at Eagle Rock Homebrewing on November fifth. Speaking of uh, speaking engagements, what is Eagle Rock Homebrewing? They have a homebrew shop. They have a homebrew shop. Yeah, in LA. Did I know that? Um, did we talk yes. about that on their interview? I think so. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be doing some homebrew judging. Apparently, they did uh, they they brewed a bunch of wort for uh, local homebrewers <laughs> and people to come down and take. And then they brewed whatever they wanted to at home, you know, add their yeast and hops and all that kind of shit. And then we're going to be judging them on the 5th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, it's a best of kind of thing, so the crowd has some input on it. And then there's uh, me and someone other, you know, C-list celebrity so, beer judge. That's in November, the, the 5th November of 5th. November. Okay. Yes, sir. So if you're around uh, L.A., come to Eagle Rock Homebrewing Supply. All right. Drink some beer with me. I like that you'll be, a lot. You'll, you'll, you'll really enjoy it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Uh, Stavanger nightlife, bro. Yeah, what'd you find? Um, That's not going to be on that. Go to sleep. That's a tourist spot. <laughs> There's uh, apparently went the under- three nightclubs and bars in Stavanger. One is the Cardinal. One is Carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other is called the Armadillo. I don't know if either of them are strip clubs. I think the Armadillo is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds just like a sounds strip right. It's got to yeah. be, right? <laughs> it looks like it. It's either a- just a uh, Norwegian biker bar or a strip <laughs> club. <laughs> no, it's a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> oh, Armadillo. Yeah, yeah why armadillo. didn't you say it right, dude? Yeah, I don't know. There's then not enough consonants in it. I have no idea. Known. Uh, yeah, so you might be out of uh, out of luck for strip clubs down there, man. Mm, you might think about Someone's got to be taking their clothes off in that town. <laughs> Probably me. I have to change my trip around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not going. 
We have a great new shirt available for a limited time. It's our California uh, flag hop grenade shirt. It's, it's, uh, we do limited runs of these from time to time, and it's, it's pre-order only. The link is on our Facebook page, or you can go to codisibuy.com slash brewing network. Uh, the Brewing Network, sorry. But it's probably easier just to head over to Facebook and click our link right there. Uh, I'll put it on our homepage tonight, too. It's available only till Friday. But go check it out. Uh, those of you California listeners, you're going to want to take a look. Um, it's a fun shirt, California flag, but we took out the bear and we put in a hop grenade like we like to do. Just replace everything with hop grenades. People's lives, logos, everything. Portions of bare skin. <laughs> go check it out. You can go get Moscow Hop Life gear, which I think is at like hoplifegear.com. And uh, that's his original Hop Life drawings that are a lot of fun. Uh, go check those out. No um, strip clubs, but tons of escort services. Oh. So you can make your own strip club for the right amount of money. Yeah, yeah, see, just... I don't really do escorts. <laughs> well, I, if you get enough of them in the room. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> make your own. So I went to the strip club at GABF on like the first night there. It was like Is that a, the good one with the like the upper floor? No, because I've gone to that one since then, yeah. Doc, and it's not always <laughs> as good as we had it that night. Yeah, we had a good night. We had a fluke of a good night. So I went to this place, whatever, it's the one right, right by the, um, uh, Bevo, what's it called? You know, La Bohem. thank you. So I go there, I'm like, <laughs> I go there on like Wednesday night. It's really slow. And I, and I end up in there like at last call and I'm like, I'm trying to spend money and they, and they won't let me. And finally this super hot stripper like grabs me and, uh, she's like, you know, we are closing up, but let's, let's go have a lap dance. And we go, and she kind of gets started, and I'm like, how much? And, and she, she, she won't answer me. And I'm like, Uh-oh. oh, this is going to be trouble. And what she ends up doing is, like, she's <laughs> offering, like, hotel room service, right? Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, we're closing up. Oh, she's like, and it was a fucking steal. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know what? Well, yeah, you're the, you're the late night crowd. You're the pull. You're right? pull, you're pull yeah. o'clock. So but I was so uninterested, and I'll tell you the deal in a second. But I was so much. I was I was jet lagged. I was only home for like 24 hours before I got another flight to to Denver. And I, you know, I really just wanted a beer and a and I, really what I wanted is a beer and to throw out some dollars. But I'll settle for a beer and a lap dance. And you wanted yeah. to keep both and, kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think about that stuff too. I'm not really like the come to my room stripper kind of guy. I'm like, uh, let's all be here in in community in, in stripper right. house <laughs> yeah. kind of guy right. so but she ends up like she's like i'll bring five girls to your room for five hundred dollars uh that's a deal that's like unseen, the deal of the century do you get to see these girls you know what i don't care it at that doesn't point. matter and yeah. she she was super hot and but even then i'm like uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm so uninterested. Uh, yeah. But I, I, so I keep kind of going, yeah, so how much is this dance? Like, I just want to know. And she keeps going, and she's like, well, it depends on what you want. You know, and I'm like, I want a, I want this dance uh, and a beer. That's, I'm being yeah. very clear. Yeah. Sometimes there's such thing as too many options. So she goes, $300. Oh, She's whoa. dropping the yeah. price now, and I'm like, Oh, oh, for the oh, whole thing. oh, oh yeah, yeah. no, not for the disc. No, oh. she's now. She's still just trying to get me to do the hotel well, thing. Okay, uh, you do the hotel thing. And I mean, they're only, they only going to sit and just do uh, lap dances. Well, I don't know, did, but three hundred dollars is the cocaine alone. Let's be honest here. Right. Did she? Oh, did she pull out your wallet and check her blood type? <laughs> like what? That's stripper blow. That's, yeah. 
Anyhow, I, I just kept saying no. At the end... Damn it. I want to know what you got for $300 in your I, room. I know. Well, oh, had I been interested, I could have talked more. Like, what does that get me? Um, but, yeah, it's not my thing. Anyhow, at the end... She never will answer me how much the fucking lap dance is. <laughs> so you know what? She was really cool, and she let me just like do whatever I wanted. So I gave her sixty bucks and uh, called it a night. What did uh, you do? With she's like, do you what want? What does that mean exactly? She's like, oh, at the end, and then two. She's like, do you want my number? Oh. You know, in case you. And I'm like, yeah, that's never a real thing, by the way. I'm like, all right. No, that's calling her bodyguard. I or could so, get back to my room and totally regret that I didn't take your deal of the century right now. I'll yeah. take your number. Uh, but I didn't. And I have it, though. I wonder if I... Oh, Can we call it? Actually, I didn't save it. I just, like... You know, you just, like, hit the call button and then hang out. Like, uh, oh. I'm going to end up calling somebody's... Oh, that's easy. You can just go back there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was my strip club experience in Denver. Apparently, it's uh, not going to happen in Stavanger. No, apparently it's not. No, Stavanger. The Armadillo's worth checking out, though. Right. <laughs> All right, do your Amazon shopping on our homepage. Just click the Amazon link. You can do it both in the U.S. and the U.K. It's a great way to help us out. We appreciate those of you that do. Subscribe and join the BN Army. Just click the Donate button. Uh, if you're a, a donor, of a regular donor of $2 or more, you're entered into our More Beer monthly donation giveaway, which gives you a chance to win 100 bucks to spend over at More Beer. It's a lot of money. And uh, the the more you donate, the more entries you get. You can get uh, different information than I've just given you over on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send your show ideas to Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. That's two E's. Bevo. All right. Do we have a Twitter game? We do have a Twitter game. Cool. Twitter game is brought to you today by the Wine and Hop Shop. Go to wineandhop.com, Madison, Wisconsin's best homebrew shop, Wine and Hop Shop. Well, uh, so we, before the show, we were drinking some of Warren's Oktoberfest. And I feel kind of bad for him because he, you know, we have to call it Warren's Oktoberfest. There's no catchy beer name yet. <laughs> yeah. So I want to see what our listeners have to say about that. I want everybody to help Warren name his... Oktoberfest. I like it. Thank you. This will be a good one. All right. Do that by doing whatever you do on Twitter. Uh, should we do a little feedback? Let's do it. Very all, little all feedback. All we have is a little feedback. <laughs> I checked on Friday when I normally do none. Like yeah. all spam. Wow. And then this was about 3 o'clock today. I was like, oh, we finally got, oh, like, got one. Oh, you yeah. had to write some emails? I had to write some emails real fast. Yeah, I got a couple of private emails, but then I couldn't find them again to put in feedback. But got a couple there. And I got a letter that was written into us with some beer. Wow. Wow. A handwritten letter? Handwritten letter. People do that, apparently, still. What's it? Is it on a typewriter? No. It's handwritten. Uh, Feedback's brought to you today by John at Beer Law Center. Go to BeerLawCenter.com. John will take care of you. He's looking out for my trademark. I hope he's looking out for it right now because I found (laughs) some new... Really? Well, you know, I found one. or I never find them. Our listeners find them. Thank you, listeners. Please do always send me that stuff. You're not stressing... Well, you're not ruining my life by sending... They always, like, send it with an apology. And I'm like, no, no, you're doing the right thing. Uh... You know, there's some brewery, I don't even remember the name right now, and I'm not going to worry about it until we get a response, but there's some brewery, like, very blatant, like, violation, right? And it says, you know, they're selling shirts to say, make beer, not war. And Clever. And I, and I sent it to John before GABF, and I'm assuming he contacted them because he's, yeah. he's, he's great at his job. And at fucking GABF, I'm sitting there doing the award ceremony, right, because that's our thing, and I sit right at the stage where the brewers walk up, 
And this motherfucker walks right on stage with his hop grenade. With hop grenade. Really? Oh. Make beer, not war shirt. You didn't just walk up there and rip his shirt right off? You know, I didn't because I have more respect than he clearly does for this industry. And I'm not going to ruin their moment with that. I, 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 you know, that, that would have been a very, I don't know what the word is, but it wouldn't have been the right time or the right thing to do to go ruin their metal moment by saying, hey, you stole my logo. I do wonder, of course, if he did, if he got the letter yeah. beforehand, <laughs> knows that I'm streaming the fucking thing yeah. and yeah. decided to out. wear the shirt. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably me being paranoid. He probably just really likes his well, shirt and, and wore yeah. the thing. Anyway. Right. So, no, I'll leave it alone till I hear back from John. But, yeah, I just that's the first time I've ever <laughs> seen a hop grenade walk <laughs> on that stage that wasn't mine. Holy and shit. I'm sitting there just keeping my composure. <laughs> man. Wow. Just like, wow. you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, that's not cool. Not cool. So you didn't go to the brewery in Germany? I didn't. uh, It turns out the brewery in Germany that stole my shit is like an hour outside of Munich, I was told. Mm. And also, I've been kind of angry and confrontational lately, and I figured it was going to lead to a bad season. Oh, I've been Uh, super by that. What do you mean by that? (laughs) I've been super confrontational lately. I almost got in a fight with some random dude at Bart on Doc's birthday. Yeah, that was there. Um, I used to, for the same stuff I used to blow off, I'd be like, oh, you'll see later. But now I'm like, I'm very angry. Um, And then that time in uh, Reno. Did I get in a... F- <laughs> That's right. You oh. called me and Beardy over there just so we could be awkward. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. No, so I could get you your money is it's why fine, I called you over. But still like... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you went off and then you just stomped away. And, and we're left sitting there going, oh, this is, this is awkward as fuck. Yeah. I should have stomped away from that prick, too. Anyway, I didn't go to the one in Germany. All right. I, and I, I think it was the right decision. <laughs> by, the way, uh, by the way, whenever someone calls me on my bullshit, I'm just going to get my ass kicked anyway. Right. So. Well, I mean, it would have been it would have been awkward, especially if you're kind of like have a short fuse, because going there won't do anything. No, and no. more than likely, the person in charge who had makes that call wasn't going to be there anyway. So then you're yelling at poor fucking bartenders who don't know any better. And yeah. Yeah. You'd look like the shitty American. But my hopes were confirmed by all the Germans I talked to. It's Crew Republic, I think is the brewery name over there, and their beer sucks balls. That's what I've heard. Well, good, yeah. good thing they have a good logo to like show right. that off. Yeah, that way your brand is associated with beer that sucks balls. Well, yeah. but I guess my hope is that, you know, if they, by the way, Crew Republic, if you're listening, if you stop losing, if stop using my logo, I'll stop, you know, speaking the truth about your brewery. Um, I'll just leave you alone. Yeah. But I guess my hope is if they serve bad beer, you know, how long can that last? Yeah. Well, at you least can hope. two and a half years. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. <clears throat> Let's do from some feedback. John, thanks for taking care of us over at BeerLawCenter.com. First one comes through from Dave in Portland, Oregon. About the, uh, how do you pronounce this, JP? Pajala? Pajala. Pajala. Yeah, they're, uh, they were an Estonian brewery. So our friend UK Phil... Phil Lowry came over, and he yeah. brought this little tiny baby of a man called Chris okay. from Poihela Brewing in Estonia, and his beers were fucking killer, dude. Oh, good. Like Baltic porters and shit that would yeah. just make your face melt. Okay. They were amazing. Oh, they're yeah. pouring that beer at what, what's uh, brewing? That brewery will be there. Oh, great. Yeah. So I'll get to try it. It's literally smaller than Doc. Yeah. Like, he's he's about six inches shorter than Doc. Oh, he's, six he's a, inches? He's a lot yeah. shorter. He won't, so I'll know him when he won't, No, he yeah. won't be there. Oh, he said. oh. He's my height. Doc okay. took pictures for proof. 
So there is somebody out there. <laughs> yes, I did. You'll have representatives there or something. All right. And we learned how to say 12 months in Estonian. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Isn't it like suck my balls no, or something? Cox tastes good. Cox tastes good. <laughs> Cox tastes good. See, there he is. You don't say. Shorter than Doc. Wow, yeah, he's reaching up around Doc's shoulder. <laughs> and and you never him. see Doc smile that oh, big right. without <laughs> powder influence. Like, he yeah. was genuinely happy. Wow. That made me happy. <laughs> All right, so this is about there's happy, there's happy things in my life. This is about the Poihilla Brewing Show. Uh, hey, asshats, I was listening to the Poihilla Show and heard the shout out to the Acropolis Strip Club here in Bitch Portland. Player. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, they were the good steaks, apparently. Yep. So he says, just to be honest, he asked a lot of locals go there just for the steaks. The boobies are just a nice side dish. They've been selling signature steaks for 30 or 40 years now, so don't knock it till you try it. Well, I Dave. I thought there was a rule that you're not supposed to eat okay. food. So here, rule well, number no, one. You're not supposed to eat. Rule number one at strip clubs. This is from the Crosley list right. of strip clubs. In your book. Is do not eat at strip clubs. However... I will admit that I, the only strip club I've ever eaten at is the Acropolis in mm. Oregon. And it's because I was told, listen, you, you can't go by your rule here. This is different. They have fantastic steaks. And I went in there, and everybody was eating like it was a restaurant. And, and yeah, the, the boobs were like a side dish. So I did as you do in Rome when yeah. you're there. Burn it down. Is that how the quote I think, goes? I think that's what it is. And, yeah. I, and I ate a steak, and it was fantastic. So the only time I've ever broken the rule, and I would even suggest breaking the rule, is at the Acropolis. Mm. Um, what was rule number two? I was trying to teach um, Bevo's niece cousin about the rules of strip clubs. Sister I bro- cousin niece. Sister cousin niece. Couldn't, I can't. You know how Bevo's family is. And um, I love taking people to their first strip club. And I got to take uh, sister cousin niece to her first uh, strip club experience. How old was she? Uh, 29. Okay. She's 29? Yeah. 28, 29, something like that. She'll be, wow. she'll be 29. You sound disappointed. No, she's doing great. She's super hot, but she looks way younger than that. I thought she was like 22. Nope, 29. There's oh. like three years between the two of us. Justin, you should have like taken her there a lot earlier. I know. And the, di- and the night that we went was the only night she called her like little boyfriend thing out. So I, and then I had to hang out with him, too. But whatever. It's not like I was going to bang her or anything. I just wanted to give her a stack of dollar bills and have her spend it at the strip club. Yeah. It's fun to do. It was way too crowded that night, though. That's a strip club show. Well, I guess uh, round two. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thanks for writing in, Dave. Uh, this is about the Le Castor show. Le Castor. Le Castor. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, thank you for the Le Castor interview. I was <laughs> buying the Yakima IPA once in a while, but was unaware of their whole Brett Farmhouse lineup, as their branding is a bit different. The interview was really great. Brewer was interesting, so I went out and bought the whole lineup. 44 maple dollars later, it's great. I will buy a lot more of this in the future. Uh, You really have a big impact on my beer buying pattern. An endorsement from you guys means I will buy the beer whenever I come across it. I will also travel across borders to get it. And you know what? I'm definitely not the only one. Delicious beer indeed. Um, He has a PS, but I just want to comment. Thanks for saying that. I'm glad that uh, we're able to influence you about our guests. And, you know, it does make us take some responsibility for the recommendations that we give. 
Um, sometimes you have to read between the lines a little bit because we're very polite people right. around here. Right. As much as we're douchebags, we're really polite. <laughs> we don't like want to insult anybody's beer, but we do. You know, if we're raving about a beer, we're honest, then, yeah. you you yeah. you can yeah. count the, count yeah. on us. We wouldn't say that so. in we don't want you to spend money that's uh, you know something is not good. So, uh, thanks for saying that. He does say, "P.S. JP is tall and great. Doc is small but great. <laughs> Bevo's boobies are large and great. Tasty is just great. Beardy is awkward but great. And the J man was great. Oh, wow." <laughs> Wow. Literally, everybody's character was complimented except mine. <laughs> yeah, they was. Just my boobs. Your boobies are large. Oh, character. I see. Yeah. So awkward is a compliment? <clears throat> but you're great. You're but awkward, you're great. but great. Oh, yeah. You're just a walking pair of boobies. Clearly. Right. Yeah. And they're great. Yeah. I don't look at you that way every day, Bebo. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just the days you come like to work. Like today, for example, right. in it's your, not one of in your giant sweater. It's I love you for your frumpy. character. You have such a nice character. <laughs> You're going to be a great aunt one day. <laughs> uh, your character's so great. I hate Bebo. you. Both of, them. Both of your characters are amazing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I quit. That. And then I'll read the one... Um, that was written into it, that was sent to us with a box of beer. So I'll share box this with you guys. Um, I was at a homebrewing event recently and met John Blickman. Uh, early in the day, I had seen him going back and forth to his own car in preparation for the event. And it really struck me that while he is iconic in homebrewing, he was really just like all of us who homebrew, uh, hopping into the car and driving a couple hours to attend a great event. My takeaway was that John's persona is a lot like most of the people I interact with in homebrewing. They're over-the-top friendly and love talking about and sharing information about brewing. And that's the reason for my note. Thanks a lot for all that you do and everyone at the Brewing Network does for the homebrewing hobby. Since there's really no opportunity for me to be there in person, I want to share some beers uh, from Michigan uh, with you and the gang of the session. So, And I, I can't read his writing, but I'm pretty sure his name is Larry. So thank Larry. you, Larry. I want to know that the beers arrived. That is a nice note. And yeah, I mean, of course we're just regular people. This whole like beer celebrity thing, I, I just don't get it. Well, it's hard to cash in on, so it's it's tough to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's tens of dollars in it. <laughs> nervous about the Norway event because of the same thing. Like we're just. Like we don't really have a job there. We're just like there to be us. Yeah, that was the weird thing. Oh, I was like, can, what you, eye candy, right? I was like, what do you Beer want? Candy? I guess, but sometimes I just stand there like an awkward freak. They and like, want, no one wants to say hi. That's what they that, want. Just sometimes. They want me to be an awkward freak. Yeah, they were like, you don't, don't have to do anything. We how, just want you at the best. Yeah. How about you actually go and engage? I don't know how to do that. I know. That's why you stand there and nobody talks to you. I know how to do it if you give me a stage. If you want me to talk to all of the people at once, totally. <laughs> that's a piece of cake. Oh, that one-on-one stuff is yeah. just too creepy for you? <laughs> it's hard because there's actually there's actually like bounce back, right? Then you have you have to stop talking, at least for me, and then wait for somebody else to engage and then adjust what you want to say around whatever the fuck bullshit that person says. And I don't care about it. Oh, you're going to get some heavy. Have you, have you tried well, not doing that? are different. <laughs> uh, but, but the root differently, but they're the same oh, issue. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah talk no to, I'll talk to 25 people at once, but one person is very weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the it is. And and I and I'm getting worse. You know, whereas I think you're actually getting better, JP. I'm getting worse as as the years go. I actually love talking to people. I it, I don't mind the one-on-one. It just um 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like yeah. some weird yeah. like Dorian Gray thing where like you're getting worse because I'm getting better? I'm like drawing energy <laughs> from you or something? Maybe. Maybe. Have you read the books? I'm not going to be able to fly soon. No. It's a, room, a movie. It'll be a room full oh. of people. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. I just usually have like a wingman or a wingwoman. Uh-huh. Yeah. I am going in a night early. I can probably go find a wingwoman. There you go. Oh, yeah. You, well, you're going to have Tasty. You can there, probably, right? probably buy one. No, I thought right. about that, yeah, but Tasty, like does, tasty does, ignores me. He's tasty on his does, own tasty uh, does Tasty. Party line, yeah. I roll, roll best by myself. <laughs> so, even I, in fact, I wondered too, like, that's what the festival goers are going to think, like, do you guys even like talk to each other? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, we uh, do. Be like at work. Yeah, <laughs> and, we, but, could, we can give it a try if you want. We see how it goes. Yeah, all right, we'll see. We'll see how we, we end up. We doing. can do a little spoof. We can do a bit. Yeah, we'll get somebody to do a video of it or something. There you go. <laughs> tasty, awkward, tasty, and doesn't hang out together. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> um, how was your flight? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, weed, huh? <laughs> That's. Uh, like, so, that would be a good spoof, Tasty. <laughs> your hair's long, friend. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to take a break so that we can get to our guest, Altamont Brewing Company. I'm really exci- excited. We're going to be talking to Steve Satori. Uh, we've got their beers on tap here at the Hop Grenade, so there's still time to get down here either today or later this week because they'll still be on tap. We're going to be talking hoppy beers, the local beer scene, beer trends, you name it, right here on the session. Triple eight four zero one beer. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? First Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. The Vault, created by White Labs. The Vault is a collection of new, creative, and unique yeast strains from around the world. These strains have never been available to homebrewers. Most have not even been available to professionals. You have the power to release the yeast. Through The Vault, White Labs is giving you the power to decide which strains are put into production and giving you the opportunity to brew with these strains. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault and pre-order the yeast strain of your choice and encourage your friends to do the same. Once 250 pre-orders have been achieved, White Labs will put that strain into production. The strain will be mailed directly to your doorstep, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. This program was created with the home brewer in mind. White Labs is relying on you to help release these strains, which may blaze the way for future new and unique beers. Help release the yeast. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault. 
Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus, and Radical Brewing, Recipes, Tales, and World-Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. Casters are back. It ain't 401 beer. Whatever. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. We've got Altamont Brewery Company in the studio with us. I got some of their beer in my glass. Before we get to that, I want to remind you about one of our other longest-running sponsors, the great people over at Williams Brewing. You can go to williamsbrewing.com and check it out. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest in equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. They have a full lineup of inner tap 
forward-sealing beer faucets with interchangeable spouts, as well as a new grain mill motorizing kit that uh, features a gear motor that spins your mill at the correct 180 RPM without the need of hazardous belts. Also, the new Mark II Wirt Pump, a magnetic high-temperature uh, pump that starts at only 69 bucks. Um, but does a, uh, the job of pumps costing twice as much. So, uh, Other exclusives are Brewer's Edge Mini Regulators, as well as the exclusive line of Keg King Kegs and Disconnects. They also feature quality all-steel bottle cappers from Italy, their own line of hydrometers, California wine kits, and so much more. Go to williamsbrewing.com and check it out and browse their vast selection right now. Thanks, Williams, for supporting us. We appreciate it. All right. As I said, I've got Altamont Brewing Company in here. Uh, we have Steve Satori and Chris Norberg in the studio. Welcome to the studio, guys. What's up? What's up? Uh, What's right, up? Steve, uh, so uh, Chris, huh? I have it as the head brewer. Just, just one minor one, point. One, yeah. One it, it, it's Altamont Beer Company. Not Altamont Brewing Beer Company. Works. Beer Works, I mean. Altamont Beer Works. Not, not Brewing Company. There's an Altamont Brewing Company in North Carolina, but they are. Oh, is uh, there really? Oh. Well, they just changed it. They just changed it. Oh, now. is that a whole um, thing? It was a whole thing from a buyout from another brewery out oh, there. One wow. of the owners from a big buyout out there just purchased Altamont Brewing Company, and they changed it. Oh. Obviously, probably due to That's looking easy. at trademark stuff, going yeah, seeing yeah. that we mm-hmm. had the trademark for it. I just never wanted to be the bad guy to send an email. Yeah, it's telling, sucks, dude. Hey, we're this brewery out here that's trademarked, and you're not. But yeah. I never did it, but I didn't have to do it now, so it's kind of cool. Excellent. You must have good karma, good trademark karma. Try it. Altamont Beer Works, then. All right. Thank you, Tasty. Uh, Steve, what is – so I have that that Chris – welcome to the studio, Chris – is titled as your head brewer. Do I have that right? Uh, uh, More like uh, lead brewer, I guess you want to say. We're kind of weird about it. I I would say Steve is a brewmaster. I'd be the lead brewer, head brewer. Okay. You guys are complicated already. I know we're totally. We're totally. Because I, I was. I like. By the way, so like, head brewer. Uh, no knee pads. Brewer. Yeah. Isn't that so Did weird? Did you just get out the fucking thesaurus? <laughs> well, like, like, how else can we say head without well, calling? Well, him? that's what's so weird about the whole situation yeah. is we're going to go into this probably further later on, but. Uh, Tony, where I learned to brew from a boneyard, and he never wanted to be called the beer master because okay. he's like, whatever. Like, I'm the, the main guy, but I'm not the master. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I've never, I was kind of took the whole thing myself. Like, I'm never going to take this whole brewmaster thing in my head. So I'm like, yeah. cool. Well, Chris is kind of my prodigy and what I taught him. And so I don't know whether, you know, are you the lead bre- I don't even. To be honest, I don't even know what in the brewing world, what is the chain of events. Like, right. you go brewmaster right. to what head brewer or lead brewer. So, well, cool, I, then I'm the head brewer, he's the lead brewer. I, yeah. I don't know. Just like, make it up. Yeah. It seems like with, I, I brew beer and I love to brew beer. Yeah, yeah. It seems go. like with, in a lot of breweries, it's just like the guy who's brewing that day. Yeah, yeah. that's and exactly then, yeah. what happens. Here's the only two times. Titles are for business cards, yeah. man. There's only two times it matters. When you do my fucking radio show, because I'm trying to figure out how to introduce people, <laughs> and on your business card. Yeah, exactly. The rest yeah. of the time, and it's by the way, it's the same here at the BN. We don't even know what to call each other on our business cards or whatever, no, and, my, and, my, and and it never matters until somebody asks, like, right. so what yeah. do you do there? And the answer is usually uh, everything. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially in the small, like when we first got business cards for GABF. Yeah. My my title was stuff and things guy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I imagine it's the same. It's I mean, same I try, like, thing. on my signature, I'll be like, oh, like, you know, signing hom contracts. And I'm like, 
slash owner slash brewmaster. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Eh. I know. I, yeah. That sounds fucking awkward. Yeah. Like, it does. I don't know right? about that. For like, those of us who don't like hold any prestige with a title, yeah. which it sounds like you're like me in that, I never know what to do either. I, I guess I, I tend to default to owner, which just sounds fucking weird. Uh, I've thought about president, but I'm like, Jesus. CEO? If there's anybody wow. who wants to president than me. CTO. Uh, college uh, guy. So yeah. in in eleven years, I still haven't solved this issue. No, no. <laughs> so, but Chris, my right hand guy. So we'll put it that way. He's been right. with us since day one, and he's honestly he's been here through everything, through okay. thick and thin, through through it all. He's still the guy when I'm gone. It's he's you know he's, he's in the brew house every day, every day. Okay, cool. well, well that's two. just for our listeners. That's what we yeah. want to know who we're talking Absolutely. to. And uh, so he's, he's in it more than I am now. So now I run the business part of it. Like I, you do. I just kind of have to get on the boots every once in a while to show them who the hell taught them what to do. So is it, you know, is it your company? Yes, Steve. It is. Yeah. Okay. Partners or, or uh, yeah, I have one partner right now. And, you do. Okay. Yeah. So and we're how, going through some changes, but yeah. Going, okay. Yeah. Uh, how long has it been open? We opened up in, uh, we started building in 2000, I guess late 2011, and we opened up in uh, 2013, Beer Week 2013. Okay, nice. So, right before uh, SF Beer Week. So, yeah, so it'll be four years in February this okay. year. I, 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 we're I'm, terrible at throwing anniversary parties. We are. So. Oh, are awful you? at throwing anniversary parties. We might actually ever. Yeah. No, no. 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 You no. need a guy. No. So this will be yeah. your it first li- anniversary party. It literally is like we look on Facebook and go, oh, shit, today is the day that we are. <laughs> awful at it. Facebook, <laughs> Facebook is you the, you should, this is what you were doing four years ago. Yeah, you should market it as your first fourth anniversary yeah. party. So I think our plan is, which well, I guess we'll kind of blast it here, which we're hoping we do it. Which we were trying to do last year and we didn't do it, so let's okay. hope we can do it this year. But yeah. basically, an industry party for for all our accounts, um, you know, uh, brewers, you guys, yeah, everybody, everybody involved in the brewing community to do kind of a fun kind of uh, yeah, you know, anniversary party. It's all in the house. <laughs> when is it? Title. When is this happening? Uh, well, we don't know somewhere yet. Somewhere around the neck of the word, <laughs> somewhere around like the fir- the Tuesday before beer week starts. We're, we're okay. terrible planners. Yeah, Unless before, it comes to beer, we're terrible planners. Right before the Liver Olympics. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, I would be honored to go to an event. Yeah, like hell that, yeah, dude. Man, that's cool. Beats Norway. Well, and it's hard because, you know, we're yeah. all the way out in Livermore. All the yeah, way out there. Out. You know, God forbid. Yeah. Anybody's got to fucking make a trip yeah, to Livermore. It's far, it's, it's far. Yeah. People stop there. I know. Do they have a strip club? I was going to say, you know where there's no strip clubs? Norway. Stavanger and Livermore. <laughs> Livermore, yeah. That's true. Concord yeah. have one? Uh, no. No, we don't either. Are you sure? That should be my next endeavor. <laughs> I want to do a crap beer strip club. I mean, Dude, hey, like Portland, know? right? Yeah, like no. They nailed so, the strip club crap beer out. scene. It just makes sense. Yeah. It would kill it here. Uh, well, Concord's well, not into it. be the first in Livermore. People frown about. What were the first breweries? Well, Prohibition, you know. Is there another brewery in Livermore now? Uh, we have, well, three others now. Do you? Actually, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we got, uh, uh, next come after us was Workman, then we got Eight Bridges, okay. and then uh, the oh, new Shadow Puppet. Shadow Puppet, yeah. Just went there, well, saw Tasty there on Friday night. Okay. Yeah. I left Livermore too soon. You too see? early, dude. Yeah. Too early, yeah. That's, that's more up. breweries in Concord. Yeah. Although we have another one opening up here now too, so I know. but it's a far drive. Concord Live more. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks dick because <laughs> it's two freeways, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you, you uh, get to Livermore and you just don't want to leave. Livermore is great. Go back home. I actually really like Livermore. I miss Livermore a lot. Town's come a long way. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my god, it's not, yeah, it's I, not I, what I grew, I grew up, up in Livermore. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's fucking so different. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Yeah, I like it. It just took Especially you leaving. 
It took me leaving to make everything better. Everyone's like, oh, this is yeah. so oh, hey, I did the same thing when I went to college in Sacramento. I, you know, left Livermore going, that's whole hometown Livermore. Then all of a sudden one day it all changed. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Went to my parents. I'm like, I've been Dude, home right? in four months. What happened? Yeah, the like, whole downtown. Why is First Street closed? And like, why like, can I not get off the freeway? And they're like, big things are happening. I'm like, what's happening? Like, like well, is JP Donut Wheel still going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Is Boffman and, uh, still going to be there? <laughs> right. Like, the better be. The donut Wheel? <laughs> like, the First Street Livermore downtown area fought big change for years. Years. They Why? wanted to keep it slow. They wanted to keep it community they based. Okay. Like they, they want anybody, any big business, like big box store. They fought big box stores forever, and yeah. I think Walmart was the first to kind of crack that yeah. way out on New First Street. Then and then Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, and then the fucking oh, city man. council was like, it's "Hey, all downhill from here. All that tax dollars, man." I love Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah. Go there for football right. every Sunday <laughs> night and Sunday. Uh, I, I, change, I would man. like to go on record as <laughs> yeah. saying I love. Ball- I endorse <laughs> it all. percent hella hoppy for the win. <laughs> Do that wing challenge, baby. <laughs> All right, before we talk more about the the history as brewers and the brewery, let's dive into a beer because I have one in my glass, and Not I think literally. we got some yeah. for everybody. So we have the uh, Hella Light in our glass, which I'm thankful for. I'm going to have you describe the beer to us, but I want you to know I have a rule here at the Hop Grenade to always have a, a pale ale on tap. Sure. And I go away for a couple weeks, I come back, and these motherfuckers, uh, it's all IPAs and wheat beers and a fucking <laughs> cream like, ale. Dude, uh, I was about to vomit <laughs> everywhere. And not, a, and not a single pale ale. And there hasn't been for days. I'm very upset about the whole situation. <laughs> I come in today, and I see hella light on, and I go, thank God. At least yeah. it's, uh, it, you know, it's closer to where my palate is uh, for American uh, pale ales. Sure. But that being said, I would like you to describe the beer and uh we can talk about what's in our glass so describe hella light yeah we uh hell light was kind of hella a light. weird thing on where it all kind of started and uh kind of we have other, yeah it's actually yeah. really fun we had we have a bunch of other pale ales too but um i used to brew a wit beer kind of american i guess you could say wit beer mm-hmm. not a belgian because we used our house yeast whatever okay at a brewery previously where i worked and then we did it when we first opened and um you know, it was it, it went okay, not great. It's just kind of one of those things where everyone always wanted to go to Blue Moon, not a craft selection of that beer, right. you know. So when we decided to do some uh, Tap 25 for their anniversary, they hit us up. And that was what? Year two? Year two or one? It might have been year... It was... God, year, yeah, I'm, I'm year, an idiot. Year two. Yeah. No. I think it was year two. Okay. Tap 25 is a great craft beer bar. Yeah, yeah. It was year, it was year, it was yeah, year two. It was year bar. two. Whoever's listening. So it was year two, and... Um, Tim and Carrie approached us, hey, we want to do a brew. And I was like, great. And I was like, well, you know, you can find IPAs everywhere, you can do whatever. Not a lot of people doing hoppy session beers that actually have more than just water with a little bit of hops. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of where that kind of went. So I kind of went back and was thinking in my head, like, hey, maybe we'll add a little bit of, like, you know, wheat in here, a little oats, a little wheat. And we kind of took it to a whole other level, and it was nuts. And we did... You know, uh, it's just basically a big whirlpool. There is no hops in first fourth. There's no hops, whatever. It's okay. just a giant whirlpool hop edition. Well, it was almost a take on the wheat beer we had that was like Bloomin' that didn't yeah. sell. And we're like, well, let's take this grain that we have sitting around the brewery. Okay. We love the body. It, let's let's you know? turn it into something that we can sell so as So that hoppy. left you with a bunch of wheat. And I would say, say but, like... But, well, fl- flaked wheat, flaked oats, yeah. um, wheat, and then tiro. Yeah. Like, it left us with this nice... Nice grain bill. And I will know. say, I okay. think like three years ago. That would lead ago, the body. Yeah. Was a lot of people were like their biggest thing all the time was like, yeah, I love these whole session things, but they're A, a little too bitter, or there's just not a lot there. Yeah. So I was like, cool, let's figure out how we can put a little bit more there. Yeah. And then put a little more hops and not make it bitter. 
So it was a giant, like, 1.5 pound per barrel whirlpool. Okay. And then 1 to 1.5, depending on what hops we're using. Yeah. And then hit it with, like, a almost 2 pound per, dry, uh, per barrel dry hop. Okay. So that's wow. kind of what we do. What hops and, are in this version? Do you uh, know? This one's uh, Paula Motika. Motika, yeah. everyone Motwaka, say it. Motika, Motika, oh, yeah. whatever yeah. you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. You say Tweeka, I say yeah. Yeah. And so what's kind of cool is when we when we decided to do this beer, we told Tim we're like and Carrie, and we're like, hey, we want to do this, and they're stoked. And I and God, I can't even remember the first one. It was Mosaic. It was, it was Mosaic, and Mosaic. Uh, it's, it's our experimental hop. Yeah. Beer, so basically, but, like, it was. Well, we kind of took this as is as a brewer, whether it's he decides, whether Anna, who's our Richie. So we have on the brew staff, we got Chris, we got Richie, who's our next down, and then we got Anna, and she's our new chick brewer who's here. So we'll get her on the next segment. Um, but uh, basically, it's whatever we want to do. Okay. So I give that to my brewers, whether it's myself, whether it's whatever, and we rotate that hop every single time. Yeah, I've noticed nice. that it's different yeah. when it comes in here. It always has. Do you, you keep the malt bill the same? Malt bill okay. 100% Because I can always recognize the beer. Yep. But yeah, sometimes it's just different. Sometimes I've had it when it is a little more on the bitter side, um, but that might just be like that perceived bitterness you yep, can get sure. from a hop. Because I assume well, you're not, you're never putting in the kettle. You're well, always well, just whirlpool. Well, yeah. you're throwing summit hops, and even at whirlpool, you're going to pull out some bitterness. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's such a high alpha hop. It's, it's, not, hop, it's so it's and it really is a weird beer. I mean, it's it's so hard. I mean, the way we're we're pulling yeast and we're doing everything. I mean, we're we're literally like this beer's done fermenting in in like less than forty eight hours. Really, it's nuts. Like, so it's, why, it's here why? and there and done. Like, Tell me about how you're pulling yeast that does something like that. Uh, we're pulling pretty active. It's I, I know this is going to sound really weird to a lot of brewers out there. It's all right. We're going to probably like throw shit over the radio at us. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, we're brewing pretty much every beer we do in 10 to 12 days. Okay. Wow. There's to, 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 to brew. Keg and, and brew to glass. I'm going to throw something. Wow. Okay, it's being served in, in a yeah. one or two weeks? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's oh, good. So talk, can so what, you mind so telling us about so your... Give me an example of a gravity. Like, what's the gravity of this beer? Uh, 10, 1038 is is hell light. Starting gravity. So yeah. by 1010, if uh, you know if we brew today, by tomorrow night or next day, it'd already be 1010. Wow. And yeah. uh, what, what are you pitching? Like a pretty active. Uh, we are. So we're pulling. That was. I mean, and and for for people who are aspiring to open breweries or whatever, I would say one of the biggest things we ever dealt with, and it was hard. Is when we first got started. You, you we weren't able to pull yeast every time when we wanted to, whether it took a little longer, something sat a little longer, whether, hmm. you know, it's hard to say what it was. But for now that we're brewing pretty much, you know, we're brewing at least, I don't know, five, six batches a week now. We're going cone to cone every three I days see. now. I which see. Which is killer. So, How are you measuring the, or making a consistent cone to cone transfer? Uh, we pretty much do our same volume every time. Um this is going to sound weird, and it's uh-huh. something I learned back at Boneyard. Is it's literally like positive pressure, you know, positive pressure in your tank, and you're looking just in the door and going. It, we have our measurements for each tank, okay. for each beer. And, so you're visually watching. Yeah, it, we're not. Felt. We're not okay. doing like it. You know, I know a lot of people weighing kegs, and Hang I know. So what you're yeah. saying, just to wrap my head around, so you're saying you just open the manway. Yeah. 
you're pumping in from the bottom of one yep. cone into the bottom of another yep. cone, yep. and you know where you want your volume. It. it looks the same every yeah. time, kind of yeah. like how Tasty's always told me to homebrew and just yeah. make it the same every time. Yeah. Um, you never yeah. do. And then, yeah. Are you also applying CO2 pressure? That way, it's push, that way it's pushing Yeah, CO2 when, when you open that door, God yeah, forbid, right. and close your eyes and, you right. know, or close <laughs> yeah. your eyes at first and, yeah. and you know. You hear, Chris, you hear Chris sneezing, you come out and fucking punch him in the face. Man, wait's open, Chris. For us, it's kind of hard. Like you know, we've we've we fought our battles when we first started. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we've had you know yeast that has lagged and okay. it sucked, and that that mm-hmm. method theoretically bit us in the ass. But also, we had no other yeast to choose from at the time. Okay, but for us, like now, it's like we sit here and look at it and go, it's a hard thing to change because we are you know knock on wood, we've we've had a lot of great beers coming out. No, you do. And the beers are great. I drink them all the They're time. They're always yeah. so clean and well fermented and dry. So whatever you're doing, don't change it. And when I look at that and I go some of the other breweries and I'm like, you know, I mean, when you hear something, it's like you hear people like really, oh, man, I, I had this on my scope and I counted cells and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There's certain times where I'm like, maybe you should have pitched a little more yeast because clearly <laughs> that cell count might have been off a little bit. You know? <laughs> right. Where I'm yeah. like, I look at what we were doing and I'm like, okay, we're not having a, a D problem. We're not having a whatever problem, you know, and it's like, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And we have a pretty You're forgivable not. yeast. And, what, and, and, yeah, and what pitching is every three, 1968 is what we use. All our house beers. And pitching every three days, you're gonna you're gonna dump out that first five ten gallons, and you're gonna look in that bucket, and it's gonna be churning. It's active yeah. as shit. Like that is good yeast, and I, we know the smell, we know how it looks, yep. we know the consistency. Yeah. Um, and really, that's it's, it's like any good chef. Like you know, you know, a good product. It's like. And we struggle with that. Yeah, and, we, and, and, and our first in our first year, we we struggled hardcore with that. But once we got familiar with our yeast and familiar with the pitches and whatnot, we we've been consistent since, and we and we make that same consistent yeah. pitch. And it's just about going cone to cone and keeping that yeast active. And you can go how many, many generations? Yeah, uh, we're we're no. about to. Yeah, you, we, I would say in general, twelve we, to twelve to sixteen. Yeah, oh, okay, but, uh, so we're, it's not like you guys are really stretching it or pushing and, it. And that's, we're definitely. I mean, I, I think that's pushing it, but I mean, to teach their own. <laughs> but I, 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 I get I'm scared. Like, and I'm like, hey, we need more yeast. But uh, so you know, we, we might. We, we're going to go eighteen tomorrow, and um, that's probably. What happens the, the, at 16, 18? Like, what do you start to notice? That, I, I, that I, first off is aroma. Like, I, I start to smell yeah. all the, the, the aroma starts to fit off. It, our yeast is fruity. Nice You don't want fruity. the dog yeah, food. Yeah, I think yeah, okay. you don't want little, that dog food. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, it's not as active. It might be thinner. Like, it's not yeah. as thick. Right, the 1968 is very, very thick yeast. So okay. Looking for consistency, are, smell, activity. Um, yeah. Lots you, of things. And then pH. Uh, we, we check pH. Yeah, and pH. If, if, if pH It'll change. Starts, pH starts to spike. Usually well, nothing ever 4.9 we okay. ever use. Everything's yep. always on the... Are you using an English yeast because of the flocculation to help you with your 10 to 12-day totally. turnaround? So, and it's not yeah. even that. It's actually, I mean, and the goal is never to, to crank beer that fast. I mean, Tony, my mentor, thinks I'm I'm a fucking lunatic for doing what we do. Really, you know, and he he cracks he cracks me up, but I call and tell him, you're a fucking moron. For doing <laughs> that yeah. And I'm like, bro, it works. Like, right. if, yeah. if I'm if I'm getting diastole, if I'm getting something weird on our beer, then cool, we're yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. But until right. then, like, hey, whatever we're doing is working. And yeah. the one thing I will say to any homebrew, to anybody, to any commercial brewer, aspiring commercial brewer is. He always taught me, yeast is cheap, mm-hmm. and don't ever let that, you know, manipulate what you do. Okay. So, like, for us, like, saying we might do 12 generations sometimes. We might do – sometimes it's just, hey, we're just brainwashed, like, between, you know, 
14 and 16, we need a new generation. Yeah. And what we're doing is reasons why keeping beer like Hellalite or undersized IPA, which is our left coast, or old school left coast, we change it because of left coast brewing company. But keeping those, and now we have basic bitch, like that 4%, 4.5% beer in the lineup, it is great because we're constantly making a new starter. So basically, I'm buying four liters from white yeast it's costing me 250 bucks right to make 700 gallons of beer it's nothing which so that's right. why you know bringing back to what my mentor taught me was it's a fucking no-brainer don't yeah. risk shitty yeast anymore <laughs> right. but you know you got a lot of breweries that are just like i need four you know different brewery or, or yeast in my brewery yeah and i'm going to be buying 25 barrels pitchable every time then well, it's that's, expensive that's yeah. expensive as shit and that's going to put you out of business not out of business but that's gonna and that's gonna dig into your numbers real fast sure. that brings you know? back sure. to we, did, we don't put yeast in kegs you know we yeah. it's it's cone to cone and and, and we've never had to, great to yeast Honestly, to keep yeast extremely healthy, I I, I think putting yeast dormant again like that. Okay, I've taught these really guys and everything. It's like we're we're super against the whole like keep yeast in the cold box for ten days and then. I mean, yeah. teach their own, but I mean, for yeah. us, it hasn't worked. It yeah. works for other yeah. people, but for us, it doesn't work. What yeah. yeah. seems to be working commercially is going a step further. We have a yeast brink. Totally. Yeah. Then you do have an act. Yeah. Active. Yeah. So we have a five barrel sure. tank that. We're, we we do all our nitro beers. You guys know here that we do like weird off the wall crap with nitro. We do every beer on nitro just because yeah. people are people <laughs> are so fun. sick of. <laughs> I have a stout on nitro. Yeah. Guess what? I have a porter on nitro. <laughs> In fact, our latest one is, uh, is, uh, is uh, a shot away with blood orange. Yeah, on shot nitro. away with blood That's orange our latest, on nitro. So our latest shot away. It, it, okay. our, our nitro program is going off the fucking wall right now. People so are really liking. We're that. actually thinking about getting like a ten or twenty barrel tank for that, and then use our five barrel for yeast spring, which is which is great. I mean, and totally, it, it, it totally works. But okay. the time being, it's great, man. We're brewing so often, and you know the way we're doing it is the way we're doing it. It's, yeah. It's How kinda, often are you repitching? Is it weekly or even less than that? Way less it's than that. Every two days, yeah. Every wow, three, every two days. days yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, like, you know, say we brew an 80 barrel of Maui Waui, mm-hmm. we'll have, and that tank will have shit, 60, 70 gallons of yeast, have an 80 barrel of Maui, 60 gallons sure. of yeast. So yeah. we'll brew a 40 barrel of shot away out of that and uh, another 60 barrel of another yeah. beer out of that. So now you're thinking, boom, right then and there, yeah. I got another 100 gallons of yeast right there to use, you sure, know, in yeah. another three days. So. Yeah, it's kind of... It's working. We're going to pour your pale ale right now, Oh, too. dude, this is my favorite beer. I've I never like had a pale honestly, ale from honestly, you guys. Honestly, one of my favorites as well. It's, uh, the green collar is our fun. favorite. It's mosaic, citron, and lemon drop, which we yeah. don't brew very often because of the lemon drop. But okay. now we got some. Okay. We got some, finally. What, what's the That's, ABV on the Hella Light that you guys should 3.8. Okay, nice. So and it's an actual session beer, dude. And then yeah, under, I'm ready for it, dude. And I then love undersized, it. our flagship is four and a half. Okay. So that's still, that's your that's your max. Yeah. Okay. If, as far as I'm concerned, four and a half is, that, that's it. Like, that's that's your max. Yeah. And that, I think that's what style guidelines are, correct? Uh, four and a half, right? For what? For a uh, 4.5 for session. No, uh, five, right? I think it's four, four, yeah. four nine. Four nine, I think. Does it really? Yeah, I don't they know. Like, too, like, I have a session beer four point nine 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 nine. I know. <laughs> Come on, they're like five point one, but we call it four point nine. We call that rounding error. But then yeah. you got a then you got an IPA that's eight point four. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a pale ale, seven percent. Oh, this but. smells fantastic. Yeah, nice light body, easy drinking. Mm-hmm. What I think, what. I don't know. We, 
You look oh. at old school and you look at new school pails, yeah, which is good. fine. I love both. But, you know, when you try this beer, it's like no bitterness at all. Just yeah. flavor, aroma. You get a nice malt, too. A little biscuity. How come I don't have this on tap? You guys not sell it outside of the no, tap house? Got, or, yeah, yeah, quite Where's Kevin? Kevin, 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 where are you, Kevin? Anna just kicked the tank off today. She'll tell you how much there is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, session beers, alcohol by weight is 2.8 to 4, or by volume is 3.5 to 5. Uh, so five okay. is the cutoff. Five, five. Okay. Five's all right. That's yeah. a, no, that's but normal a five strength pale beer. Ale, then, well, that's not a session I beer. Can that's session a that fucking beer, pale but, ale. Uh, little Mary Lou can't. Isn't a pale ale six? What's no, the range of a pale, pale ale? ale? Probably starts at maybe it starts at five. five. Pale ale should be five to about six because right? what's what's I pay? Okay, six and so half? that's above a session. Anything. A session stops yeah, at five, yeah, and then that's where a pale ale starts. Fair enough. I can deal with that. According oh, to these made-up no, guidelines. guidelines. Yeah, but I just, I don't made think, rules. I don't know, like, at, at 5% to me, that, that doesn't, that's not a session. No. 5% is pretty low. That's it's low, but, percent but of it's loggers. not, right. Like, is every logger a session it, logger? Yeah. That you could, uh, <laughs> it's it's crushable. Yeah, that's oh, okay. why it's sold in 18 packs. Yeah. <laughs> at 36? Well, here, let me look up American yeah. Pale Ale. 48? What Costco brought it up another right. six? Yeah. <laughs> I got 36. Well, so you got American What's Style. What's better than 18? <laughs> well, apparently American Style Pale Ale is 4.4 4 to 5.4. What? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now so what about what APA stops at 5.4? Yeah. This is GABF guidelines, by the way. Okay, yeah. This is why we don't enter. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's because there's also strong pale ale category at GABF. Australian IPA. Clearly an IPA that everybody wins. Well, well, now is, we're just making shit pale ale? Yeah. over at the GABF. Yeah. I want Estonian extra pale ale. That's a new category. How many medals can we award for the same kind of beer? I'm going to I'm gonna come up with a little more pale ale, and that's it. That's going to be a whole style guideline, yeah. It's well, make it based on this. Well, it lifted truck. What's the ABV on this one? Uh, green collar is uh, five, 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 six. Right? Yeah, five, 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 five. Yeah, five, five. Around five, yeah. five. Okay, and. I don't even like asking this question anymore, but at least it's a point of reference. IBU, like, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I would say it's in the realm of thirty-five to forty. And is it? Uh, do you do you put hops in the kettle on this beer? A little bit, just a little, Tabbit. and then a lot, a lot of a lot the rest of is in the whirlpool. Okay, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what Pretty do you do? Much, just I a mean, bittering edition. So we. I mean, all the you know, and, and I'm no one ever. You're, you're laughing at bitter. Yeah, I'll right? never, I'll like never hide my recipes because I care less. If okay. anybody wants to email me, it's Steve at AltamontBeerWorks.com. There you go. My recipes, but okay. um, I've never been one to hide because I feel like this industry is is what I preach. What I think this industry is all about, and it's yeah, yeah. helping everybody out all the time. And we do literally in a in a twenty five. You know, based off a twenty barrel recipe is what our kettle is, but. Um, our our equipment is uh, fairly large, so we put about twenty five to twenty six in our kettle. Okay, and our uh, giant first word uh, first word hop edition is one pound most of the time. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we start at ten pound or ten minutes. So yeah. we'll do about usually four four pounds or so at ten minutes, and then uh, we'll have a whirlpool of. You know, one and a half, two pounds per and, Unless it's a double IPA, yeah. we, we throw in a 20. We do a 20 well, just like you're supposed to. <laughs> so, yeah, on back in my home for days. Yeah. We had, how you can make up the IBUs? You got to do it. You got to put in 20s, though. So. Everyone's uh, like, one pound of 20 just for shits and giggles. How many <laughs> times have you clogged your heat exchanger? Yeah. Never. 
Never, never once. Never once. Do you have no. a straight a screen or no? Anything they're just whirlpool in our ghetto and, ass kettle we got, and we are we are strict about toward the, get down to the boil. Like we're watching. I mean, we've, we've yeah. had it, we've had once the cone there, but once I mean, the cone shifts all the way, to the, okay. oh, shut that shit down. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I guess the thing about it, we we clogged it once. One time, one time. We don't talk about that time. We're uh, we're pretty good about pretty good about watching it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we clean the living hell out of that thing. Sure. I mean, I am the most meticulous brewer ever, and I've taught these guys, and he's even worse than I am. I'm kind of scared about everything, so I I make sure I clean everything. four times. We are so clean on our stuff. It's as you should be. It's funny, man. Like Tony, just the way he taught me was nuts. If I if I even put my hand somewhere I wasn't supposed to, what the, what are you doing? And, you know, and I just go home and just want to cry, going like, this yeah. guy just yells at me all day. Oh, yeah. I hate this guy. I love that and guy. And now he's like, now he's my <laughs> freaking best friend, my, you know, he's, he's like a, a brother guy. of mine, you know. Well, so let me ask you about that and, and in terms of what your brew house looks like. So if, if Tony being your mentor mentor now, uh, Tony has worked in the industry for a long time long and time. done some different projects. And he's now he's a crotchety asshole. He is a crotchety <laughs> dick one. Uh, but it's also, dick, it's I'm what people like about him uh, it's also what people don't like about him i suppose but i really like eh, it about him. anyhow his brewery now is called boneyard and there's yep. a there's a, a history to that and it's that he does kind of piece things together he's the kind of guy who just will, will will build it make it happen weld it piece shit together from the boneyard so yep. having come from that sort of mentorship what is uh, did you buy a fancy new brew system or did it get so put- we we did we did buy a new brew system okay. um yeah, so before he had Boneyard, he had his company called Brutal Industries, and he was a, a contractor. Okay. And people would hire him to help either build a brewery, fix their brewery. Okay. And that's where I met brewery, or Tony, was that somebody had hired him to help their brewery get back up and going. Got it. And he had asked me, hey, man, you live pretty close to this place. Do you want you want in? I know you want to open your own brewery. Yeah. And I was like, sure. Nice. Yeah, I want in. I'm like, I'm just a home brewer. And what, what was am, your job then? Just out of curiosity, what were you doing? Uh, brewer, kager, you, oh, so you were brewing, but every, just everything. not your own brewery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fucking so, titles again, dude. You're fucking I mean, I mean, totally. I mean, no, no. I mean, when he called you, you were working in the brewery well, industry. So, uh, long story short, it should probably take me about two minutes. Hopefully, we have that time. Sure. Over it. Yeah. Um, Fresh out. I don't a know. friend, it's weird. So, I used to be in the wakeboard, snowboard industry, and uh, one of my friends who's a uh, rep for a wakeboard company is one of my best friends, lived up in Bend, Oregon. And I told him, hey, man, I'll, you know, I got into this whole brewing thing. He tried my beer when he came down. I'm like, I'm going to open a brewery. Like, our town doesn't have one. Yeah. The last time we had a brewery was before Prohibition. And we have 60 wineries in our town. Okay. And we have the First Street Ale House. You guys have been there, yep, I'm yep, sure. Yep. Cranks, our number one account. Unreal. Wow. Like, unreal the amount of beer that guy goes through. So I'm like, why don't we have a fucking brewery here? Yeah, I mean, everybody loves to get drunk. That's what makes our town what it is. <laughs> it's like, clearly a drinking <laughs> town. Yeah. There's a lot of and bars, lot and they're of, all like country, like and, dive country bars. It's a country anymore. town. Not, not anymore. anymore. No. Now it's fancy. Now we got a lot of money. Well, we got a lot got, of tech money. Seriously, yeah, we got yeah. a lot of tech it's, money. Yeah. Like. We still got Palomones. So. We do. We have Palomones. We got V and E still. Good time <laughs> tavern. Railroad Saloon. Railroad Saloon. There's only four in three seconds. We live. But basically, my friend up in Bend, Oregon, was like, before you start your brewery. I want you to come up here and meet this guy okay. who is, is you know, he at the time was like, it's my wife's uh, friend's boyfriend, and he, he started a brewery on no money and built the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, cool. So I head up to Ben, meet Tony, hang out, 
I brought up my homebrew logs, whoever yeah. I was, you know, like, yeah. hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I'm in the airport taking notes, like, what should I ask this guy? I meet this fucking guy, and he's just like, yeah, what's up? Like, what do you got? <laughs> Go have some beers, you know? And we're sitting at this brewery, and we're doing it, our thing. And, and then he's like, well, what are you doing here? You know? And I'm like, well, I'm coming up here to figure this all out. And I'm like, I'm going to go probably check out Ninkasi, and I want to check out disputes, and I want to do whatever. And he was like, well, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I'm mashing in tomorrow at 7. Like, have Chris, you know, and he knew my buddy Chris, and he's like, have him drop you off. Yeah. And let's brew. And I'm like, perfect. Yeah. yeah. No idea what I was doing. Okay. No yeah. idea what I was doing. So scary. <laughs> so yeah. weird. Yeah. And uh, brewed with him for two more days after that. He's like, screw going anywhere else. Like, I'll teach you, you know. That's great. Last night we were up in Bend. He was like, hey, man, like, I'm helping out this brewery down in California. I know you're pretty close to it. Like, you know, I've been down for the last two months trying to get it rolling. I need help. Okay. And he's like, do you want to, you want in? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sounds cool. I was like, but you know, I don't know anything. He goes, I know. I'll teach you everything you know. Wow. You know, like. Brewing side, business side, taxes, whatever. Obviously, wow. business comes off my father, too, that I grew up in a whole family of businesses. And um, I was like, cool. I'll probably never hear from you. <laughs> you, and, didn't, you didn't think – you thought it was just like drunk yeah, talk or what? Yeah. And yeah. then a week later, calls me up goes, hey, can you be over there on, on Tuesday? Nice. And I was like, sure. Yeah. And so we rolled over, and next thing you know, it turned in crazy. Okay. And, and we started brewing together, and, and – the rest was history. I took over him over there, to Greg over there, took everyone over, and that's kind of where we started. And just made and, it happen. And then okay. I was still working over there when we were building our brewery, and, and yeah, so. That's a great he's opportunity. He's a crazy, weird guy. But he's him. a good guy, and clearly, you know, that's a lot to offer somebody. So uh, good on him, and, and that's right. Yeah. And your beers are, um, are are pretty goddamn good, so he did a good, good job trying. teaching you to brew, too. So, Well, let's take a quick break. i gotta I got to take care of some sponsors here. And uh, when we come back, we're going to taste some, some more of your beer. Uh, we got a wit beer to taste in there, Doc. Yay. We also got a sour <laughs> beer, which uh, will be brand new uh, for me to taste from you guys. So brand new for everyone. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll try more from Altamont when we come back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH-stabilized, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star treatment today. If you haven't heard, there's a completely new brand of brewing equipment. 
kettles, burners, and accessories. Trustworthy, everyday gear that helps you forge and shape outstanding beer the way you want. It's called Anvil Brewing Equipment. Hi, I'm John Palmer. You may remember me from such self-help books as How to Brew, Brewing Classic Styles, Water, and the Brew Strong Podcast. I am very pleased to announce the debut of Anvil Brewing Equipment from Blickman Engineering. I have been working closely with them these past few years to develop products that combine the best of materials, features, and price point. Each of these products has been developed, tested, and reviewed to meet these ideals and bears the Palmer Brewing Solutions stamp of approval on the packaging. Anvil Brewing Equipment, inspired by Palmer, built by Blickman, and made for you. Check out anvilbrewing.com. Anvil. Durable. Reliable. Dependable. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. You're tuned into this session because life's too short to listen to crappy radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We got more to do with Altamont Beer Works here. Uh, first, I wanted to remind you about the new free Brew Guru app. Have you seen this thing? I have it on my phone, as a matter of fact. It's friend. pretty sweet. It's built for homebrewers and beer lovers by the American Homebrewers Association. Brew Guru delivers sage brewing knowledge and money-saving deals at breweries, beer bars, and homebrew supply shops. The American Homebrewers Association designed the powerful mobile app to help homebrewers and craft beer lovers explore the wide world of beer that we share. You can effortlessly find deals and save money on beer, food, and brewing supplies. You know how 
we're always telling you that you can get AHA member deals at different places, just yeah. like ours. Well, get the app, and you can search your local area for that. You don't have to remember anything. Right. It reminds you. It reminds you. You can level up your brew IQ with hand-picked articles, proven recipes, and trusted resources from the AHA and Zymergy Magazine, and the powerful brewery locator to find nearby breweries, tap rooms, beer bars, everything. Uh, wherever you are, Brew Guru will lead you to good beer. So go get the app today and follow the path uh, to beery enlightenment. It's free for iPhone, iPad, and Android devices. Learn more at homebrewersassociation.org or search Brew Guru. Um, whatever you use to find your appy things. In Chechnya, yeah. phone tells you where to drink. <laughs> In Chechnya, you're lucky to drink. Right. Yeah. Lucky to have phone. Yeah. yeah. We share finger to touch phone. In Chechnya, there's one phone. <laughs> yeah. So many apps. <laughs> we will hear about this in the feedback next week. Yeah. <laughs> One phone. Uh, all right. Catch me a bit. We're still sure. eyeball to look at phone. <laughs> We're still hanging out with Altamont Beer Works. We got uh, some more of their uh, beer in our glass. <laughs> this time, a wit beer. Now, you're mentioning you guys are known for your hoppy beers, but you do branch out to other things. Which one? The wit beer? Um, nobody, nobody knows that. <laughs> the, the, clear oh, yeah. beer? the clear wit beer? <laughs> oh, go, go on our Yelp. Go you on use on 1968 All they do is hoppy beers. Brr, brr, brr. That's what we do. So who did this one? I did, because this is one of my... Yeah, it's... It's 100 IBU. Tell us about the beer. uh, (laughs) A, let's just get off the board for everyone who's listening, is everyone who, you know, goes on their Yelp and goes on whatever. They're out of their (laughs) fucking minds, because we do a lot of other great things, but everybody comes in and goes, oh, all they do is hop a beer. If you're a hop head, you love it, blah, 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 blah. All right, no. all right, wait, wait, though. let's talk about that for a second. We do a ton of other beers. Let's talk about that for just a second. He's turned, me... Steve's turned, man. Yeah. He's uh, turned up. Uh, he's venting. He's hangry. He's taking I'm, a yolk right you know, the If I, anybody could control how much hoppy beer you guys make, it's probably you. Don't get me wrong. Hoppy beers, I love it. They or it could be Chris. We don't know who's in charge. Yeah, keep it but coming. Here, Forget just, about the other beers. Just, just keep doing that. From the marketing perspective, how, how many taps do you have in the tap room? We have ten right now. How many of them are typically? 14. How many are typically hoppy beers? Probably eight of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so unfounded rumors. Don't trust what you read on you. I like them. You like them. I just say, from a marketing perspective, you're the one sending that message, not your Yelp reviewers. <laughs> but we have you're sending the message. But in our defense, our you know we got basic bitch on tap, which okay. is a honey blonde. Okay. Yeah. Of and we got is. Barry White, which is. You know, it's a, a raspberry cranberry, <laughs> right. it's a raspberry cranberry wheat beer. You know, it's yeah. only eighty IBU. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's zero IBUs. Okay, uh, I'd like to inform you guys all that beer has one half pound of hops. No at shit. First board. You're kidding, and that's it. You just to make sure the beer. Just to make sure it's not a gruit. Okay. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the only reason we even add hops. Like they're that's all like, it. why are we even putting half a pound? I'm like, I thought maybe Chris was just walking by with hops no, and tripped. No, they all they gave me shit. They're like, I mean, honestly, might as well. Might as well. Yeah, but might as well. at the same point, it, it, so it, it can't it, be a gruit. Okay. So. Okay. I mean, there's some hops in the beer. Hops, so. It's good on pancakes. And you know, one day it might be Bravo, one day it might be Chinook, it might be whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever's in the corner, <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, who can tell at that level, really? Yeah. And then we got, you know, we got our, we did a lager. 
a hoppy lager. But it was a lager. <laughs> but it was a lager. <laughs> Fucking Yelp, man. Uh, and we got our oatmeal stout. We, we got have brown, two whole we got all okay. sorts of other stuff. But I mean, so I'm how, all how about your hoppy beers, by the way. I, I really am. I'm not shitting on you for that. I'm all about them. What are you shitting but on? But you're for? sending, I just want you to know that you're sending the message. Because yeah. when you only have the, uh, the couple going, of course people are going to come in because no one pays attention like you do. No one pays attention yeah. to your business like you do. Even beer geeks don't pay attention to your business Absolutely like you not. do. Right? So they're going to walk in and they go, oh, there's a, there's, there is an Oktoberfest or there's a porter and, and then eight hoppy beers, right? Well, so hear me out on this. And this is, I mean, this could go across kind of being okay and kind of not okay. That's all right. But the way I look That's at it, go, model. the reason why we do what we do is everyone can give everybody shit nowadays in this industry that there is hoppy beer everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. But is there good hoppy beer everywhere? True. That's my thing. It's like, if I can step forward to designate 90% of my portfolio to do hoppy beer, I feel like what we what there is out there and what I love, what yeah. I love about hoppy beer is what we're trying to do. Yeah. And I love the low bitterness profile. Mm-hmm. I love the high hop aroma. I yeah. love the high hop flavor. So I look at that and go... That's great. Someone can give me shit about not doing other things, but for everyone that says all they do is brew IPAs, it's a safe bet. No. Oh, There's I a see. lot of really bad IPAs. So you're talking there. about the There's reason a, they say you're doing it, too. It's okay. just because it's yeah. popular mm-hmm. and it's whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Well, no, but if you designate to do it really well, yep. that's what I designate to do. That's like being in Belgian brewery. Just, yeah, totally. Good at, do that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what you're good at. Right. And I was never formally trained let, on that. Let We're, the public vary the, the faucets. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. To me, there's there's a lot of great IPAs, and there's a lot of not-so-great IPAs I have to agree out there. With that for yeah. sure. And mm-hmm. I feel like, if anything, that's the most botched fucking style of beer <laughs> there is yeah. now. Because yeah, I try stuff and go, what? Yeah. Seriously? This is an IPA? Yeah. No. No. It's not. <laughs> well, I will tell my fans right now uh, of the show here that one of the, the only times I order IPAs, when I'm at the Hop Grenade, I almost o- always order Pale Ales. It's actually when you guys have IPAs on tap. Sweet. Because of what you just described, I have the same uh, uh, profile of, of IPAs that I like, which is really low bitterness, but the high hop flavor yeah. and aroma. Mm-hmm. And you guys do nail that. I think you do well, really you guys, well. Yeah. And, and for you guys all, for everybody listening to, is that being a self-distributed brewery, yeah. every keg you guys ever get of our beer right. is literally a day Maybe too old. Love that. And that's if you're telling it. me it's 10 to 12 days from when you <laughs> right. brewed it, too, maybe that's <laughs> also why I like them so much. Fresh, to be honest, it's fresh, as fresh yeah. as it gets. And there's certain ones that we know it may be done in 12 days. We'll put it in the keg, and we don't release it for 15 or 18 because it, we know time. it needs time. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But the beer for us is done. Get out of the tank and go. Yeah. And brew. That's We're in the goal I'm not a brew pub. I can't just sit here and brew beer and go like, "Cool, we can you know sit on it because the restaurants right. sell beer at a premium." But no, let's let's just let's harp for a second on the IPA not being done thing because we haven't really talked about that on our show before. So it might be interesting for you our mean listeners. New England IPAs? No, 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 no. I don't want to get it started on that. That's a murky subject, Warren. That's a cloudy subject. Track seven's the only one. Anyways, wow. You know what? Anyways, I would actually like to hear your opinions about that. But here's the problem: these two guys have beat that thing to death 
so much that our listeners are just, they're going to turn off the radio. Uh, if we, if so we, you listen to the show. Yeah, don't worry about it. We, we don't do Northeastern yeah. We have clear beer, just yeah. like Sierra Nevada, just like Lagunitas, just like Red it, River. It, it's not Sorry. about clear beer for us. It's about this clean, it's about clean beer. I'm not actually. We want to put out clean. I wasn't even talking about clarity at all. <laughs> no, clean. I'm talking about clean. Oh, not at all. Welcome back, Justin. Yeah. So. Can we shout out our new beer doing for beer week? No. Have, you, have you said how you feel about it? <laughs> we didn't say shit about it. We didn't, we didn't say shit about it. All right, you guys want to talk about it? We'll make it feel better? There's no, the, no we're not talking about no. anything. Okay, right. I mean, our Maui Wow is pretty juicy in this clear. So I actually didn't even mean the the, the cloudy part. Yeah. We've gotten some uh, IPA in here from some of our favorite breweries, uh, like a, a, a local brewery who gave us a keg like the day that they kegged it. And they're, this this beer is always good. And there was just something wrong with it. We put it on tap, and it just and it was IPA, and it just was no good. And we couldn't figure it out because we've never had a bad beer from these guys. I knew it was – I picked it up myself, actually. And it turns out it just needed to hang out for another week. Yeah. It was kind of like bottle shock or I don't know what you call it. Maybe the hops just hadn't dropped enough to taste good. Green rest, uh, maybe. Yeah, something it's like, like that. It's harshness. So, you know, you get a little bit of hop harshness okay. on the beer, which can be weird. So uh, you guys find this happening sometimes with your IPAs, no, it happens all too. happens the time. Like, that, that's, that's the thing. Like you, that's well, what you people have, hang on 10-day IPA, you're not going to get a 10-day IPA in... A 20 IPA. Like, 20 IPA is obviously going to be way better. Yeah. Than 10 well, IPA, it's weird. Like, it's, it, they all come together. I, there's so many people now that are just like, oh, freshness, 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 freshness. And it's like, that's great. We love that. That's what we, we hang our hat on, you know. But there's a certain time when it's like, hey, this is actually when it should be drinking. You okay. Know? And, you know, we don't I, – I wouldn't say we hold up our whole business over it. You know, there's times where we're like, yeah, we know our beer. Obviously, yeah. right? We're the ones every day. Yeah. Like, the another hoppy beer that's on tap right now, to me, is is great. I love it right now. I know in two more weeks, if you kept that beer in a cool box for two more weeks, yeah. it's going to be fucking primo. Really? Okay. And primo. Okay. But, you know, it's a great beer right now. And it's a lot, and to me, it's a great double IPA that can go up against the best of them up there. You yeah. Know? Like, I was telling JP earlier, it's like, we're just like that slow killer that's in the background. That every time, like, at the bistro, we win. Or when people are like, what the hell? Altamont? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, sorry, we just won. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. Seriously, like, uh, that's our whole motto. It's like, we're so, I've, and honestly, the biggest thing I've pressed to all these guys, Anna included, we got our woman brewer here. Who's our awesome. woman brewer. <laughs> our chick brewer. Hi, Anna. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. But, um, yeah. I, I you didn't just, give her a mic. Well, but we're she's working here. on it. She's, she's like at the back yeah, of the bus right. right now. Well, she's still uh, learning. She hasn't worked We're going to her, we're make her be on the microphone at some point. She's have... kind of humble. She's kind of shy over there. Just, but... Chris, you want to swap out for five minutes? Yeah. And, we'll and, and give her a microphone. If we're going to have her in here, we might as well let the listeners hear her voice. That's kind of the whole uh, thing. Is like, we just, that's how we roll. It's like we're old school. We're kind of... We're kind of the silent killer in these bay, and I think what's kind of weird is being out in Livermore. People just—we always joke about it. Our biggest joke in the brewery is like, "Dude, if we opened up in San Francisco, Lord knows what we'd be." Like, <laughs> not that I want to be it, but like, it's like if you're in San Francisco or you're in Oakland, yeah, it's, it's like, oh my god, yeah, you're right, oh my god, 
And we're like, hey, we're the guys out here that won the Bistro three years in a row. And, we're never doing this and, that. <laughs> and who's talking about it? Yeah, another thing. <laughs> and we're doing, you know, we should be shooting to do about 13,000, 14,000 barrels this year. Wow. People have no fucking idea. And we're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> but that's all right with you, right? <laughs> totally. Like you don't, yeah. It's one of our favorite things. And okay. most of us hopping beers, right? <clears throat> no. Right. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> we have basic bitch. We have very much. <laughs> I, I can see why and, this wit won at the Bistro Double IPA competition. Uh, why we have our wit which we were going at about which we're- 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I still have it in my glass. Introduce us to your new brewer, and we'll talk about your wit. What up, what up? There's Anna over here. She's our newest... Uh, <laughs> represent, represent. Hey! 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 She's, uh, she was our taste room staff. Okay. Who was uh, too scared to actually tell me she wanted to be a brewer. I see. So our old taste room manager came up to me one day and goes, Hey, you know Anna wants to be a brewer. And I'm like, I had no fucking idea. Anna, why were you afraid to tell him you wanted to brew? Uh, just, I don't know. I started off as a customer and was just fell in love with the whole industry and the feel of it and started as a taste room and then really found this passion in it. And yeah. I don't know, Steve's as big and not, now that I know him, he's not so intimidating, but I mean, <laughs> I he is intimidating. I all my employees. <laughs> you, you had a desire to make less money. Okay, right. It is sad that like four of my employees literally tell people like, don't, just don't talk to Steve. What's the deal? He's a busy dude. guy. <laughs> Does he just like march around there real angry like? No. Okay. But I know he has like bunch of stuff to handle so i don't want to like yeah i mean like literally my cooler over there which is my lunch bag that i brought the beer in yeah nice. they wrote corporate on it <laughs> that's corporate's lunch pail, do you still so. have like half a bologna sandwich in there from today <laughs> i think it's just i think it's just actually uh, um go, i'm gonna give a shout out right now it's actually a uh, ice bag from uh or ice pack from a Y-East. Oh, Thank yeah. you for those incredible okay. air, uh, air air gas. I think it's uh, ice packs. Okay, we use them all the time. Thank you, Y yeast. There you <laughs> Thank go. you. Very yeah. nice. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Had you brewed before? Nope. No. Haven't home brewed. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Why'd you let her in the brew house? <laughs> What happened? You you just, know, did was, you need a brewer? Was, it, was, it was more of politics. Okay. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, um, kind of my roots and what I did is is I was always I wanted people to be I wanted to hire people to believe in what I believed in, okay. and it was never are you a great brewer? Are you whatever? No, it's all about being part of the family, yeah. being who we are, understanding our culture. I create a huge family weird environment, like Chris. Was I met Chris at our, our uh, one of our homebrew meetings when I was building our brewery, and okay. I remember telling Chris like three times, like brought in beer, and I was like, "Bro, that's 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 not good. Like, I would change this or I would change that." And he was the only one every meeting after meeting was like, "Hey, man, I changed this. Try it. Okay, try it. See, it's, try it. It's smart. You and hire people that will listen to you without getting paid first. Totally, <laughs> and yeah. that's smart. Exactly, yeah." yeah. And then I Richie, forgot about the listen to you part. Yeah, and then Richie, our our second brewer was. Um, I taught Richie how to brew. Our very first uh, batch of beer was a non hoppy beer, smooth operator, our, imper- our oatmeal stout. And I taught Richie how to brew on a Sunday afternoon on a twenty barrel batch. Okay, he started brewing on our home brew systems afterwards at the brewery when yeah. he had spare time yeah. on his day off or whatever. And uh, taught him on a 20-barrel system and then taught Anna on a 20-barrel system. Anna, how long have you been brewing in the brew house now? Um, off the clock, I've been back there for about... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit, no. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Putting in my own time. <laughs> zero hours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. zero Just hours. Putting in my own time, interest, all that kind of stuff, but yeah. six months now? 
Six a months. little over six months. Do you yeah. regret your decision to move into the brew house? No. No, you like no, the work? love it Except so much more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I love everything about it, though. Her paycheck in the taste room with all the tips and all that, you know, and yeah. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, moving to the brewing side is not it as... Sucks. Yeah. It sucks. But you like the process. You're enjoying learning to brew. Yeah. And that's cool. I'm still learning, so okay. I get a brew tomorrow, and... I hopefully won't fuck it up. And <laughs> do, you think, do you think brewing is, is what you want to do, or are you looking to just know the whole industry, or what? No, that's what I want to do. You want to brew? Yeah. I like it. She, she, okay. was, she was serious about it. Yeah. yeah. Super serious about it, and she's kicking ass. Like, yeah. And it's funny. Like, we all, like, I'm not going to lie, we all, the three of us got together, and we kind of had our reserves at first. We're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, What were you taste, worried about? Yeah, you know, taste room girl. Like, you know. <laughs> Girls are good at cooking, but not necessarily brewing hey you know <laughs> just have a girl in the back and you know you guys all know how it right. is running a brewery the shit just flies is this like donald trump weird. locker room a, talk now totally yeah <laughs> Wait. yeah we can grab you know whatever you want and just do whatever were but, you uh, uh, were you worried about like the the culture is that what you're saying because you guys can can just say anything you want and now you might have to worry or were you worried about the work what? i think both both okay. i mean um and you know it wasn't we we had meetings about it actually which is great me and anna had some uh some great meetings about it and you know she didn't understand me at first and you know i'm not i'm not i'm not one and and you know and again call me crazy but the way my dad is and the way tony was i learned from i'm not one to sit there every day going hey you're doing okay yeah like i know you fucked up all day but you're doing good like (laughs) you've recovered yeah no you fucked up and i'm gonna let you know and yeah and you know i think for when we got started it was it was kind of one of those things and it was uh when she really wanted to push it and really show us what she wanted to do, that was when I was like, "Bam!" Like she's gonna be, yeah, she's gonna make it. Like, okay. She. You so know, now, do you hand out your yelling at people equally? Uh, Anna gets yelled at just as much as Chris. We, we all for do. Example. I, I get I get harassed so much of a boss. I don't even want to call it. About it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Today was boss's day, right? And all they do is kick me in the nuts and, and slap me in the face. So, nice. Yeah. Literally, uh, because yeah. that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, happy no, boss's day. Here's literally. a trip he's to the like, ER. He's saying literally. Yeah. Actually, literally. have it. Hope literally. you didn't want kids. Matt, Matt, our head of sales, who's outside in distribution, he tried to tell our sales girl to come into my office and kick me in my nuts. And she was like, I don't think that would go well. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, think, I, I don't think that's going to help my paycheck. <laughs> I thought you were kind of limping when you came in. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was just yeah. your gangster lean. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lumpy nuts. <laughs> That's how we roll. I mean, you're meeting you're meeting literally half the company tonight. So okay, that's kind of how we roll. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that you all came in, Anna. Congratulations. Thank you on think, your job. Yeah, we're not I know. Sure I think, uh, you might have to come report back on how this went for you. Right. I'd love to with, yeah. these, with these fucking guys. If you guys are hiring for a bartender anytime soon, let her know. Oh god. <laughs> you need another bartending shift, huh? No, I don't want to go she back. Does she does not miss the taste room staff. That's no. Uh, she does not miss working in the taste room. That's for sure. Well, because well, Livermore. Well, no. And I do no. want to have Anchor. to, but... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're a step down from Liverpool. Right. Trust yeah. me. Why, uh, she probably just a little. She probably didn't like it because she wasn't serving enough we're just IPA. Slammed, man. Our taste room is nuts, dude. The only thing we ever get, like our worst reviews we ever get, is because we don't have enough space. Oh, really? Like it's crazy. And That's a weird review to get. Well, and with right? the IPA and the hoppy beer. And man, hoppy we go to the other the other breweries and they're hoppy. dead. It's, and this place is crowded. And two stars. 
Cool. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's Come back crap. tomorrow. Yeah. This place is successful. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 People want to be guys. here. Yeah. Sorry I wrote that. I and, guess uh, they like their beer. Uh, Warren, we should go there and write shitty Yelp reviews. Oh, yeah. Just sit like, the IPA is too clear. I can read through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this beer's this, juicy, and I and I can see through it. What the hell? It tastes like it was brewed in ten to twelve days. <laughs> I prefer oh. my IPA in sixteen to ten to fifteen. Bit. <laughs> Shit! I don't know. It's okay. We can delete it. Thank you. I want floaties in my beer, please. Oh. Floaties. Easter, you guys filter all your beers? We do not. We filter absolutely zero. Nothing. It is all biofine. Biofine. Yeah. Yes. I want to drink my beer That's like a blue so whale, have, uh, just filtering through my teeth. I guess in a way we've kind of mastered the biofine thing, which we love, which is great. Yeah, yeah so. you have mastered it because all your beer looks filtered. Even it's wheat so beer clear. is yeah. crystal clear, you know. So let's, hang on, let's talk about the wit before it right. gets out of my glass. It's already out of my glass. try to sour. So it's already done. Just Do tell us about any more it. green collar left? In there? Yes. Probably. In there? Uh, <laughs> what's in the wit beer? So wit beer is your standard, uh, you know, Know, flaked oats, flaked wheat, uh, wheat beer, Pilsner malt. Um, we did our second generation of doing it, and the reason why we did do this is, like I said, uh, I think we talked about it earlier, is that we did our first lager for the first time, mm-hmm. and this summer, which was great, we did two runs of it, um, and then just having more tank space and finally expanding, I wanted to bring back in the Belgian. So we did. Uh, this Belgian, we also did a Belgian pale ale, more of a hoppier Belgian pale ale. Okay. Um, but still, nothing crazy, nothing mm-hmm. over the top. But um, I love this style. It's one of my near and dear my hearts to my old uh, brewing career with Tony at the beginning. We used to brew a beer like this all the time. And I really wanted to bring it in. And, and uh, this is the second generation, like I said. We did increase the coriander and the orange peel on this one, which I think really made it a lot better. Yeah. And, uh, not being the biggest fan of Belgian beers and what they do. I like Belgian beers, but not super estery, funky Same. levels. Yeah. So we ferment super low, start at 62, and then work our way up to like 66. And but it is a Belgian yeast. Yeah, yeah. and okay. de-rest at 70, but 72, okay. yeah. Mm. But um, ferment super low at first just because I wanted it as least estery as possible. I think you succeeded in that. Uh, yeah. There's definitely esters there that are very yeah, nice, there. and they no, complement the And you're not going to avoid that. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, Belgian ale yeah. yeast. <laughs> well, you typically, cooler fermentations with Belgian strains, you focus more on the phenols instead of the yes. esters. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, for what I wanted, I mean, like I said, we made more adjustments on the second time around. And this second time around, I've had, like, multiple pints of it now, and I'm just... I could see that being super popular at your at your tasting room. Yeah, it, it's, it's weird, man. Like, and I... It's weird, like, we're so, every time we brew new shit, and this this is my biggest pet peeve with people is, again, going back to the going, you always brew hoppy, you always brew hoppy. We brew oatmeal stout. It, it loves it. Like, our Imperial Oatmeal Stouts won seven awards last year. Okay. And yeah. everyone gets wow. one keg of it and goes, wow. great, cool. Yeah. We brew it a second time, it sits around for two months. No kidding. <laughs> because the, the way we, the and, and call me crazy, but as a business guy, crazy. it's kind of what I look at and what I I analyze numbers all day, and I run our whole business. So yeah. I'm like, everybody can always get a stout, a porter, a Belgian, something from a distributor. Always. Yeah. They can't get two-day-old IPA. Okay. So and you I think, think it's that's just, yeah. clearly what people, you know, everyone buys one keg of our stout, our porter, whatever. It's great. They love it. It sells well. 
then all of a sudden they're like, "Fuck! I need that hell hoppy back on yeah, tap. Or, yeah, <laughs> I need I need that shot away back on tap. You know, Mallory market Molly back well, on tap. And you guys aren't the only beer serving place that has eight IPAs and two non IPAs. Yeah. So that's really, I think, a, a key issue. Because yeah. There's so much competition for those non IPA slots. Totally. Oatmeal stout gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, and it's like, dude, people love it, but it's at the end of the day, it's like, hey, eh, people yeah. want our IPAs and our pails, and we're going to keep doing that. That's I mean, what you got to do. And hey, I'm not mad. That's what's in my cake right now. I'm not mad. <laughs> it's like missionary sex. It'll never go away. <laughs> yeah, you know? Everyone there. fucking wants it. It's, it's always in my refrigerator. No matter how yeah. drunk you are, you're always there. <laughs> yeah. It's my go to. Sometimes when I want to branch out, it's an imperial oatmeal uh, stout. Don't laugh. <laughs> I would love to hear Tasty's comments on that, on that industry. On, on that missionary stuff. stuff? On the porn industry? No, don't want to hear that at all. But just on that. He might be on too, the hobby beard. He might be I mean, too close to Anna to this conversation. This guy's yeah. the biggest critic that anybody ever knows about hobby beers. Well, I'm critical. Right? Yeah, I, tell, yeah. I can always tell the truth. Which you should. Good or bad. You know? Which you should. Because I think most brewers I know are glad that I yeah. say something eventually. Yeah, I mean. When I, I tell them, they want to punch me in the face. But, uh, it yeah, happens. Kind of, Tasty yeah. gave me some hate. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Trying to pay it forward. <laughs> you, you guys, but your hoppy beers are excellent, man. Like you say, somebody's got to fill that niche. Why don't you guys be the ones? They are. Well, you know, and the goal is is to not, you know, Wait we want to self distribute everything. And you're good at sour beer. You like that? So what Holy you, what, shit! Yeah. Yeah. I just mm. tasted oh, the sour oh, beer. Oh, we've had a lot of weird people try this beer in, wow. in very minimal amounts. Seriously, one ounce of the beer, and people are like, "Dude, that's fucking." A right lot up. of weird people. That's Wait, right, that's right up there with the best. Oh, that's good. You, like, said yeah, we, you, you said, said we were getting a scoop. It. All right, well, no, 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 now there's a lot of weird are, people no, drinking it. No, 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 no. Outside the market, other brewers. We talked about we talked about this at the break. So Altamont is sharing with us their first sour beer, at least first sour beer that will go out to the public and this is the first public tasting of it i guess we here, did. on our so we've show done, we've done two other sour releases okay yeah um kind of the approach i took on this is obviously a, a big sour program barrel program is is extensively hard very hard you guys all know this i mean it's it's a whole nother level of staff all sorts of crazy shit so the way i kind of look at it is until we really get there we have a whole third warehouse now on our property that we're kind of designating to barrel aging and stuff, and I don't know if quite yet I have the staff to, to manage a whole. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. So we did two releases before. One was a full Brett beer, which, again, wonderful world of untapped yeah. and beer nerds who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so it's not sour. It's not tart like this. Right. Like, you're right. It's bread. <laughs> right. It's yeah. bread. It's not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, we did do our smooth operator and, and uh, wine barrels, and we did age that over time to make it sour. Okay. Um, and what style is the smooth operator? It's an oatmeal stout. Stout. So, and wine barrels. Yes, and right. wine barrels. Because one of my favorites from Russian River is the, the sour brown with raspberries. Yeah. That's one of my always go-to ever. So Great beer. That was kind of my ish. And Tarted Darkness is one of my hugest. Like, yeah. I love that beer. That's so, also a good beer. Um, so now kind of decided to take the whole sour approach to something different to where now we're going to call them sour. Our, our brand name is now Sour of Power. Nice. And named it after Tower Power, one of our favorite funk bands from Yeah. So Sour yeah. Power is now the brand, and it's going to be a release per okay. per time. So, And every release will be different. So, so this is this part is of This is number one. Number one. This is number one. This beer, so. 
It's so good. Uh, it reminds me of Beatification, totally. which is my favorite sour yeah. beer from Russian That's River. That's my favorite sour beer. Oh. And I think you're really close to that uh, that style, uh, the, the dryness, the amount of sourness, yeah, which the, is not over the top. The That's best. one of the things so, I like what about What I loved about this is like this is like kind of an entry level to a real sour to people. Yeah, yeah. Not super over the top, but... Yeah. More than your average a kettle sour or yeah or beginning sour. I mean, know? it's certainly tart. It's sour, but it's it's not over the top at all. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's Thank not, you. It's not super acidic. It's wow, not, which is offensive to a lot of new sour brew. Yeah. Uh, so what we did is yeah. we had um, yeah we had six wine barrels, uh, two Chardonnay, two Merlot, and two Cabernet Sauvignon from a winery in town, and I originally aged. Our smooth operator, which we called Funky Operator, and those barrels. Okay. And we aged those and literally just through natural stuff in our air, natural in the barrel, whatever. We let those go for about a year, year and a half. It was about a year and a half and had some natural funk, some pretty pretty good tart to it. Yeah. And I wanted to start it off by that, not adding anything to it. And we took that beer out. We released that beer. And uh, we got that great idea, too, from um, Beer Republic, Wood Tartar. Because okay. they were telling us, they were like, yeah, dude, we just pop the bunks and let it sit and let it go. In the natural environment, just let it go. That's interesting. So, so a lot of times like, people do get that acidic vinegar taste by doing that. At yeah. least, well, it, well, I'm not a brewer. We're in fun. wine country, so it's like we yeah. got funk growing. We got, we got bugs all over our yeah. place. We got all the vineyards. We got everything. You yeah, know? yeah. So we kind of let it roll, and then uh, this one we threw it in. Uh, basically, what we did is Barry White, one of our uh, – it wasn't supposed to be our core beer, but it is one of our core beers now. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a it's a wheat beer with lactose, and then we add, after fermentation, um, raspberry cranberry. Okay. And we put the beer in before we added the fruit. And so we put Barry White into those barrels, yeah. and we let it ferment. And it's a, it's a wheat beer with, like I said, just a little bit of Munich and stuff and, and with uh, lactose. Let it sit. And uh, then we added a little bit of lactobacillus to the barrels, and then we fed it with peaches and apricots, and that's when we let it go for another couple months, and that's where we started. Now, from there, we have the next generation of sour power in those barrels, okay, which is going rapidly awesome. Yeah, with uh, mangoes in that one. Oh, so all right. And then we so now you, got, up, you do have the program really. And moving. we did fill up more wine barrels. We got we got twenty more wine barrels with. Uh, a Belgian, we did Belgian blonde with the yeast from that the Rocky Moon you guys tasted. Okay, um, the Belgian wit. Yep. And so we redid that, filled those up, and then we also have uh, bourbon barrels filled up right now with some stuff. So last time I was there, you did not have space for all that. Oh, did no, you there's, expand there's to the space next door? Yeah, or well, you I mean, did. Who's listening? City of Livermore? We have three. We have three warehouses now in our complex. Oh, you do. Okay, so good. Working on getting a fourth. Good for you. So, okay. As people leave, yeah, they so take we have over about 12,000 square feet of total warehouse right now. Wow. Oh, squatter yeah. things. So. Just kind of yeah. Like, <laughs> <move in. laughs> well, you know, like a work way hey, that goes like 20 feet. One of those things feet. where I, all of a sudden, you know, the neighbor starts going like, fuck, man, I don't think we're going to make it. And I'm like, cool, no problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I call yeah. my landlord. I'm like, bro, moving. hey, these, yeah. guys are, these guys are going out of business. <laughs> oh, my God. Taking over. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're like, oh, that's too bad. Do you want me to call you home? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How soon are you leaving? You know, my yeah. dad owns a trucking company, right? We can move your ass out of here. 
Times are tough, bro. I wouldn't. I wouldn't push it. I mean, you're gonna get invested. Yeah. You're gonna eat through your savings. I would just yeah. get out now. Don't yes. put your family at risk. Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. never yeah. never put your own money in. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just cut and go. No. Save the gas. Don't come back tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of funny, man. It's it's funny to see on how much we say we're not want to build our sour program, barrel age program, but. It's funny, like sounds I, like you're building it. Yeah, I kind of stepped. I, I stepped away a lot of. I have trustworthy brewers that are killing it for me. Right? Yeah, and it's like I run this whole business pretty much on my own. It's like I got to worry about expanding the business. Yeah, it's exceeding new markets, everything, doing our own accounting, payroll, sure. whatever. I do all sure. that. So it's like this is like I will say. Every once in a while, I have to step in and brew because these guys talk so much shit to me. I'm like, do you remember who fucking taught you how to brew? Oh, you don't even come to the brew house anymore. You just, no, exactly. you just sit at your desk sit all, all day. all day. So, like, I will say, like, our graphic design and what we do on our apparel website, all that, that is one of my favorite things to do. Okay. And then doing the barrel program is kind of like my... It's yeah. kind of my what my sanity. I You're guess good. you could call it. Like everybody needs that, right? You know, you I mean, do. Yeah, and you got to keep loving what you do too. So don't. That's yeah, it. I mean, I don't know how much you like running the business side, but if it keeps you sane and keeps you grounded to get back in the brew house, don't forget to do that, man. Because I know I tell these guys, oh, I fight them all the time about that. I'm like, all right, yeah. you guys talk enough shit, I'm gonna get in there for <laughs> a batch. I do. I think my last claim to fame was brewing the first batch of New Kids on the Hops. Back in the day, uh, which is one of my favorite beers. Will you write your name on the kegs that we get that you brewed? So, uh, <laughs> so we know to, put, to, to I return do those. To, yeah. I do so get I to at least fortunately write most of the recipes now, which is great. Okay. I, give, I give these guys their own their own leeway on certain recipes. So. Yeah, Chris, you get to write your own recipes and, you and do your thing. Yeah, You got on the L-Town Brown. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Dank Row and L-Town Brown. Yeah. Uh, my two. Okay. Yeah. I think that'll be my next uh, Yelp reviews. Is just go. I can taste this beer was fucking r- mm. recipe was written by Steve. This yeah, this one's yeah. Steve. Yeah, too much Chris back in the. Yeah. Anna, have for you sure. written a, a recipe yet for these guys? Not yet. No, no. no. I'm still oh, waiting with the no, uh, for you, a brew day with you. Did you did get to uh, you got to call your own Hell Light recipe on the hops. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you should but... call her Hop Bill on a Hell Light. That's okay. kind of the start. Okay. All right, baby you know? steps. And you're waiting to brew with with Steve. Yeah, still waiting for that day. So he. So what you saying? We did one day. We did one day. Remember the day that you told me, like, yeah, it was funny. We were, we were sitting there, and we're clean. It was kind of after that, and I told her, I'm like, we're going to brew a day. But the goal is, is I never brew. Right? <laughs> right. The goal is, prove yourself, I'm never going to mm-hmm. brew. Yeah. So all day, she, oh, shit, I'm, you know, is this a little too much water in the mash? I'm like, yeah, a little too much water in the mash, or, you know, whatever. And our, our brew system is, we have a, a, a great production brew house, but it is all hands-on. We okay. don't have crazy flume meters, no pneumatic valves anywhere or whatever. It's all open everything up as we go. Our our transfer to kettle is, you know, open a quarter, open an eight, you know, and keep going. Yeah. So she she's doing pretty good all day, and it came to cleaning where it's like six thirty at night. I'm I'm half drunk because I'm just like she's brewing like, and that was, I'm working on a Saturday, so I'm like, oh, I might as well drink some beer, and we're yeah. hanging out, and we're cleaning, and we're trying to clean the mash tun. She goes, you know, no, like Richie never told me to do this. Like it's a, th- this is how it it cleans the mash tun, and I'm like, and I had to like take back for a second and go. <laughs> Do I know my own brew house yeah, anymore? <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm doing the whole pipe matrix with my fingers. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking way. Water can flow over there without hooking a hose here, you know? Yeah. And we, we were going back and forth for about 30 minutes. And finally, I'm like, there is no physical way 
water can get here to there without doing this hose. And she goes, oh, that's right. This is when Richie has me switch the hose to the mobile pump, not in a... I wanted, um, to, I wanted to fucking throw a beer I will never forget that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally was about ready to throw a full keg in her head. I was like, I was sitting there for a half hour going, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't right. anything Making about my question. Making you question. Yeah. You did not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good was, test. Uh, but no, she's... You passed, Steve. Yeah. 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 You can brew again. Yeah. yeah. Good news days. We cleaned the mash tun and everything was good to go by the end of the day. So. No, you uh, should have just owned it, Anna. Be like, got you, fucking. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Glad you still know your brew house. uh, No, so it's cool. And then Richie did his, uh, he's done a couple other beers. Then he just did his first kettle sour. Okay. The blueberry yum yum, which I'm so, I don't know. I guess get me started on kettle sours and hazy beer. You don't like kettle sours either. It's not that I don't. I just, I appreciate a real sour. And you taste the difference, there's a difference. I don't care what anybody says. Definitely a difference. The the world of I have a pale ale and I dump lactic acid in it, it's a tart pale ale. I don't agree with that. I don't know. I don't. You know, there's a lot of beers out there that sour this, sour. It's a new, the new hot term. Just like hazy's the new hot term, and I'm yeah. like, juicy, juicy, juicy. Yeah. my biggest fucking. So we kind of hit about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Those are the kind of things I, I feel like, I don't know. Especially this whole juicy thing, I get it, but I've yet to really taste a beer that goes, oh my god, like this is so much better mm-hmm. than a clear beer. Yeah. I love well, that because they don't exist. I love people the guy forget who... what we learn to make beer on and the best beers that we drink? Clearly. Right? From the guy, Clearly. Who, or the guy, the guy <laughs> whose turnaround is 10 to 12 days on everything else. And it's clear. Sour I beer mean, takes look, time. I look at that and go, you know, like I said, with the whole hazy beer thing, and I know people are doing the whole hazy beer thing because turn around a small brewery. I'm like, yeah. bro, we're cranking out Mountain Valley in 10 days. Right. And it's clear. Yeah. And it's juicy. <laughs> yeah. It's got a ton of aroma right, yeah. and it's got a yeah. ton of flavor and we win awards with it. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't I don't know. Call me crazy, but I like I said crazy. I, but it's to me I get that grittiness. It, like we always talk about it. we always joke about it. When we test beer and we carbonate it and we add our biofine and we carbonate mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And we always taste the beer. And yeah. you gotta taste it and you gotta make sure carbs right. And it's, you know, we need 18 hours for or, or eight hours to have Biofine set forth. And it's like, that's when we try it. And we're like, dude, this is like the juicy beer we had last <laughs> night. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's everything you don't want to taste in beer. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't, you know, we taste it. We're like, that's great. But I can't wait to try it when it's clear. Sure. Yeah. it's going right. to be so yeah. much better. It's got all the right. other stuff. It's weird, that, it's weird that uh, all the beers that won at GABF this year Weren't were clear, juicy. Yeah, they were clear. Well, wait till yeah. there's wait till they write the own, their own uh, their own you know, uh, style, style guideline. Well, right, they have to yeah. in order to win metal. Yeah, well, don't they do this every year. Yeah, just add to the style guideline. There's a new yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so sure. juicy you know, that's will be the I feel Like I, I don't think the kettle sour is bad, and I'm not mad about it. It's just not what you want to do. It's not I your just, thing. It's not I just your think app. it's always like, oh, we did what as much as we could do, and then we just had like four gallons of lactic acid sitting aside, and we just dumped it in the tank, and yeah. now right. we got a sour. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean. A little cool. shortcut. Yeah. That's or, cool. Or don't sanitize before brewing a batch, <laughs> and you'll have a sour <laughs> meal. Wait, what? Is that you have how to, you do it? You have to sanitize? I will, I will no. say. 
I, I gave. I was on vacation when Richie did it, and he's always been planning to do it when I wasn't there because he knew just whatever. He didn't want me butting Smart. in on him. Yeah, yeah. You know, Smart I will man. say Chris was freaking out so bad, like so bad. He was so freaking out. I'm like, don't worry. Like whatever is grown will get boiled. Yeah, and then pass through the heat exchange. He still was like, oh, I don't know about this, Steve. Like I don't know. <laughs> All sour and shit. Yeah, I don't he like was, it. Chris was freaking the fuck out. He was freaking but, out. I know, but, I know, I'll be fine. But you know, it turned out to be a good beer, and it's great. And even Richie knows. He knows. I mean, he knows my standpoint on it. And yeah. you know, again, I want to, I want to give my brewers. Uh, we run a like I said, a super family oriented business. So it's like, hey, you guys bust your ass, do something what you want to do. And he's been wanting to brew one, and I'm like, cool. Go for it. Go for it, man. It's, cool. you're not gonna it's not bad. We sold it all. We sold 20 barrels in no time. So, hey, great. Right on. Rock on. Everybody's but happy. To me, you taste a sour like this oh, or any sour that so we good. love. It's yeah. so different. So what's I this mean, sour called that people can look for it on the shelf? Sour soon? Power release number one. Um, we are going to do – let me pull it up real quick. Pull it up. I, what's the website, to be, so People can go look. AltamontBeerWorks.com. There we go. Um we're Altamont Beer Works on Instagram, Facebook, all that. Uh, we're shooting to do, which keep posting on all our social media, but uh, we're probably going to do a release Friday the 18th. Okay. Friday the 18th of the brewery. Of November. We only have 500 bottles, so that it's going to be all sold out of the brewery. Is that like Friday the 18th as in coming up? November. November. Oh, that's right, because the 18th is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Of November. Yes, Thank Tuesday, you. Yeah, so November the 18th, and then uh, the following Wednesday before... Uh, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll be doing our bourbon barrel uh, Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Oh, nice. That we do. Okay. So last year we released a draft only and growlers. Well, we did one growlette per person. Okay. You know, 32-ounce growler. Uh, But this year we're going to bottle it just so we feel like people really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Just, you know, it's hard because we're a small brewery that doesn't have a bottling line, doesn't have it. We're going to hand do everything. And it's, you know, but I feel like sour and a I'm all about freshness, and everything we want is freshness, and it's go, 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 go. Yeah. Get it out there. But I feel like with a sour and a bourbon barrel beer, you can actually you – can I don't mind if you, you sit on that it. in your fridge for a little bit. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, or if you're a bottle shop that keeps on <laughs> – That's why we're not selling the bottle shops. It's only going to be out of the brewery. That's <laughs> so. a smart idea. Uh-huh. Although but, we're a bottle uh, shop, but we, we, we move But yours are in a fridge. So yeah, exactly. And then we're going to be doing um, – we filled up the rest of our burn barrels with an imperial um, Irish stout. Irish stout. Okay. Drunken oh. lullabies. So you brew other beers than hot? Never mind. Weird. <laughs> Let me get on Yelp and, and verify we, this yeah. information. No, yeah. Yelp is saying you're fucking liars. <laughs> Overcrowded tap room. People are good. Right. A lot of hobby beer. <laughs> what a stupid yeah. fucking review. I hate that, that is. fucking thing. And untapped, sorry. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I hate There's it. a lot of experts on untapped. Oh, they're, they're Everywhere. Like, I love the fact that when people are like review Maui Wow, they're like, "God, I, I get the Cascade and the Centennial here." And I'm like, "That's cool because it's Mosaic and Citra." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the people, the, to the guy that's or woman that's got the balls to tell you what's in your own beer is is phenomenal oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. 
They're not that talking is, to you. They're talking to each other. How about just that's say true. it's tropical and it's whatever, but don't don't tell me what's don't in call my it <laughs> yeah, yeah, when they when it's not in there. We've right. talked about that actually even with beer judging before. Yeah, yeah. where some good oh, beer reviewed, judges I mean, came in yeah. and said, "Guys, you need to stop calling out the ingredients yeah. because you don't know. Just talk about what uh, you taste." For instance, uh, last uh, last year on at the uh, state fair, we got a review. Came back on one of our most popular beers. Was like. Just way too heavy on Centennial. Insane. And I'm like, that's cool because there's none in there. Yeah. That's too insane. heavy. Heavy on Centennial. I'm glad, it, I'm yeah. glad it biased your whole re- fucking review. Right. And there was none of those off. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. It's, that's not, the, it's it. not right. No, it's yeah. not, that's not proper judging. You judge, you judge it what's there based on the style. You don't call out for what flaws it has. It's not, that's not how you judge. Yeah. Yeah. That's an I mean, incorrect judgment. If it's style. got butter, if it's got a shouldn't see, it's got whatever. Right. Cool. Tell me that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You go, what, uh, what it has based don't on tell the me style. my ingredients, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then he clearly doesn't like Centennial, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. aside yeah, from that, like, right. I like, it wasn't even, it's too bitter, it's too much Centennial, which right. is nearly impossible, <laughs> right. by right. the way, it's fucking yeah. Centennial, yeah, like, this yeah. beer is yeah. too yeah. fucking wet, I feel like, yeah. if I'm spilling on me, I'm gonna get very, very moist, and I don't yeah. want to do that. The style guideline doesn't mention Centennial in it, so there's right. too much of this. Yeah. 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 Wow. Style guideline says it should be woody, not, uh, citrusy and piney, yeah. yeah. All right, well, you can go to altamontbeerworks.com. Is that right? Yeah, altamontbeerworks.com. Learn more about uh, the brewery, the beers, the tasting room hours, yeah. the releases, and you name it. shitty overcrowded taste room. Yeah, how little yeah. space right. they have. Yeah. 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 Get ready for a lot of people that yeah. like beer. Yeah. If you like having fun with other people having fun, go, yeah. go to Altamont Beer Works. Tasty's been there. It's not awful. It's yeah. not bad at all. It's a good time. Got to get into the brewery one. Yeah. We're going to have the crowd. We're just gonna hey, make it's a-, a lot better than when we started. We have plastic cups. I mean, literally, we oh, did yeah. plastic cups, cash only. When we started, so. you guys are Livermore. <laughs> wow, I'm super, fucking, yeah, I'm super Livermore. Right I there. had no money when we started, man. It's it like was a tailgate party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it. swear, that's a whole yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there, motherfucker. That's fancy. Yeah, I've been there. It's a great spot. It's a good stop, actually. The I've yet to good. be there. Yeah, but you got to get your growling go. I mean, you know, there's no bars before you. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta bring my own lawn chair. Thank God you Absolutely. moved Anna to the back of the house because she was a pain in the ass. But uh, uh, she I read that review before. Yeah, fucked up review. She started getting real ornery too, like real bad with people. Oh, she's oh. So, you're so full of it. No way. <laughs> she's probably the one dumb. To all, all those customers who thought Anna was your favorite, or you, you know, you were her favorite. Yeah, no. Yeah, oh, maybe <laughs> maybe the brewery promotion is a demotion. It sounds like. Oh. Well, Everybody knows that's a fact. Anytime you go in the back, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's like... The only one who doesn't know that is Anna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, she knows now. She's had like three rent payments. And she's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. she's like, oh. shit, it was yeah. a demotion. <laughs> they weren't lying. More hours. But the good news is, is we put her back up front now, and she's like... Fuck that. Uh, she, was, she worked last week and was like, fuck this. Dealing with people what? sucks. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it fucking sucks. Well, awesome. And we got a new brewer out of it, yep. so that's right. exciting. Yeah. All right. And she's a lot better than all of us. I believe that. And she, she know, we got to get her part of the pink, pink boot society and all yeah, that sure. good stuff. Yeah. Oh, wait, her boots aren't pink yet? Uh, she has tinglies, but they're not pink. But I'm put <laughs> that's pink. fine. I mean, there's been a lot of inappropriate gestures thrown all over her stuff, so <laughs> we can call them pink. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, whatever. Just whatever you want. But she's got tinglies. For now. 
We'll get her some pink boots. Anna sounds really pleased with this whole yeah, interview. She's yeah, she's like, great. I'm just going to stay out of it. Yeah, she's like, all right. I love pink. And clearly the Altima doesn't have an HR department. No. No. You're, you're looking not. at him. It's me. You want to it. Or your wife. Or your wife. Or my yeah, wife when okay. she butts in, when she's probably calling right now. Going, yeah. What the fuck did he just say on the radio right now? <laughs> Jess is the HR, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. She, she advises Lady against... Certain posts I'll do and immediately she's like, take that shit down right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honey, come on! Yeah. Richie's got a balloon dick in front of him at the Lagunitas Beer Circus. I think that's hilarious. That's funny. And she's like, yeah. remember all those women that are like, you know, women activists? I'm like, oh, God, okay, all right. We gotta take <laughs> here's, a, here's a picture of this guy we overserved and he's falling asleep at the, at the tap room. Isn't that amazing? Here, here he he's every way. Uh, he's passed out in our shitty hoppy tap room. Look at that. He had too many Double IPA. This is what too much hobby beer does to you. What a dick. Let's rob his wallet. So take that down, Steve. That's fucked up. Yeah, Stephen, take it to Stephen Michael. Take it down. I would say you could borrow our HR department, but Bevo is not very good at it either. She, no, I'm terrible. Yeah. She yeah. keeps like, us from saying things that get us like arrested or sued. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And literally... With the amount of inappropriate things that are said here, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, yeah that's what she's, I'm saying. She's got a full-time job. Uh, dude, how about the best radio thing ever? Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got, got, got time for that. Your store. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that. That was good. We saw it in the news the other day. Well, thank you to Steve, Chris, and Anna for coming in from Altamont and sharing amazing beer with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys really do kill it, so keep it up. And, We're fun, uh, man. We, that's what we do. We do I like your silent attack uh method and i think you should keep it up before you know it everyone will be uh flocking to altamont and your tiny Is little that a i know i know mcdowell wanted me to say and i know my wife wanted okay. to too we I, on a side note real quick we got two minutes we we did actually just win a great award this last week which was killer which i had no fucking idea we were <laughs> so i got an email a year ago that said hey can you supply you know the last three years of your taxes and i was like sure no problem like you might be in the runnings for uh, fastest growing business in the Bay Area. Oh, wow. wow. And I was like, cool, huh. whatever. So I submitted them. And then he was like, wow, what the hell? Like, great growth. And I was like, yeah, I mean, we're doing what we do. Yeah. You know, so we submitted them and um, we won number 26 in the fastest growing business of the uh, 100. That's fastest amazing. Growing business in the Bay Area. Not wow, just food industry, it's everything. So yeah. pretty much everything was cloud based companies. Marketing firms, staffing firms. Holy shit. So we're one of two people that actually made a product. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. deliver yeah. it. And the only a one physical that had product. Yeah, yeah. Kind of we scary the, if you think about we're it. We're the only one in our industry, and it was pretty funny because, like, looking at it, I, I totally held off on it. I didn't want to make it a big thing. We still haven't. Like, I'm still super humble and weird about it. And everyone was like, you know, you should wear a suit and, you know, fancy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, can, I can see that. Like, we're going to do what we do. So yeah. I had the guys come in their work shirts. I did wear a long sleeve dress shirt, but I wore my hat. And whatever. your best flat bill hat. And it was my best <laughs> flat bill hat. It was. Yeah. It was my hat. awesome half acre hat. Hopefully someone's <laughs> listening from Chicago because those guys fucking rock. Nice. I love their beer. But, um, yeah, so we went on Thursday and we took that award and it was, wow. it was amazing. So we were number 26 fast growing business. In the bear, dude. Yeah, that's so. really impressive. Nice. Congratulations to be on a company of 
Literally, as of right now, fourteen people in our company. Yeah, which is pretty. That's pretty good. Awesome. For I hope some they of the other no companies idea. on there take a look at your company and go, "How the fuck are they doing?" Oh, that? so we had so. a we had a we literally had a line of people, yeah, like, waiting to talk. To beer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> what, beer. You don't even bottle. You don't do anything. Like, how did you do this? I'm like, ah, I'm just I'm old school, man. And my my grandfather, and my father taught me. Yeah, old school ways and just keep yeah. rolling. And all know, you have so. to do to get Altamont's tax returns is send him an email. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was it was a good source. Yeah. Hello, I am Ken. I am Nigerian prince. Yeah. I'm a coaster collector from, <laughs> from Estonia. <laughs> you are in the running for I'm a free a trip to Nigeria. Yeah. Your coaster and your tax returns. All but, uh, I need so that is your pretty, social. That was a pretty cool thing for the whole crew, and nice. the, you know it was great to experience that with everyone. And that yeah, was, that was fucking huge. Congrats, huge. that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a yeah. really cool award. That'll make my wife happy. There you go. Tasty want us to say it, so. <laughs> it's a big deal. No, it is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. it was. And to be San Francisco the, Business Journal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Oh, that? Oh, it's not such a big deal. <laughs> no, that no. That rags. <laughs> yeah, those assholes. <laughs> oh, those assholes. Congratulations on uh, starting up a great business, following your dream, uh, yeah. running a family-owned company, and taking good care of your employees, it sounds like. Except for Anna, who has to work for free, clearly. <laughs> uh, <She laughs> good job. free lunches. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming in and sharing the beer. Uh, i got to get us to a break. You can find Altamont, altamontbeerworks.com. You can also pretty much always find them on tap here at, at the Hop Grenade. We don't have uh, permanent handles here, like I mentioned, but... I'm pretty sure that you guys are one of the only close. people we keep on almost all the time. Yeah, one of your hoppy beers. Here yeah. Right there. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm always a do. fan of Hell of <laughs> Exactly. That's all we do. Yeah. I will be requesting the green collar uh, because that's a fantastic pale ale. You guys are doing a killer job on it. Kevin, so. you better be listening. Yeah, You're that little fired. fucker. Just yeah. He's one. not. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, right. not yeah. He doesn't even listen when I'm standing in front of him. Yeah. Uh, I have Smart no, guy. No pull. All right. Thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Before we do, don't forget about White Labs, our good friends. Uh, They got a special treat for you, homebrewers. White Labs been collecting yeast strains from all over the world for more than 20 years and kept them locked away until now. They've put out the vault program. It's an opportunity to order new, creative, and unique strains from White Labs. And um, they've never been on the market before from these guys. So, uh, And they've certainly never been available to commercial brewers. Check out the full lineup of strains available by visiting whitelabs.com forward slash the vault. And you can pre-order today. There's a whole list of them there. Go check it out. You can pre-order as soon as they reach their production value. Uh, you'll get yours sent to you. So don't wait. Your order could push the next strain into production. Go check it out. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up our Twitter game. We're going to learn about JP's Pico Brew experiences in the world. Pico's killing it, by the way. They're doing great. Saw them at GABM. Murderers. Uh, they're doing very well. So hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters, Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. 
It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. You've got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers. Boom. Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-packed tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, they're amazing special issues like plans for building a brew. 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Oh, yeah. That's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. 
Hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. All right. Thanks to Altamont Beer Works for hanging out with us. That was a good time and awesome beer. I'm still drinking the Hella Light. Easy yeah, to drink yeah, all night. Yeah. You can drink yep. it all night. Yeah. That's a nice beer. Hey, Great Fermentations has the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, and their staff is some of the best trained in the business in using Blickman products. They offer top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many items. You can check them out at greatfermentations.com. They're one of our wonderful sponsors that is looking out for you. You can go check them out on Facebook, GR8 Fermentation, Great Fermentation, and find them on Instagram, same thing, GR8 Fermentation, or go to Great Fermentations. Dot com. Uh, thanks for supporting us, Great Fermentations. And listeners, please go and support them as well. Yay. All right. Uh, I wanted to know a little more. Uh, so I, I was at the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every event we go to now, I see the Pico Brew folks We're setting up dude. there. Um, they've got uh, two different brew systems uh, going on now. Yeah. Uh, they're hiring people in the industry that I know and love. Um, uh, Aaron Aaron Glass now works for uh, Pico, which I thought really? was super cool. Huh. So I in really. In addition to the BA or AHA or whatever she I don't know that. Actually. She was actually in the booth when I was at uh, NHC. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of running time for them and stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, she was actually in the booth. So, so I'm really liking watching this company grow and, cool. the, and the things that they do. And yeah. when my friends go to work for them, I think that's pretty sweet, too. But uh, anyway, you have one, and I know you brewed a beer recently, so I want to know about it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you're right. They do have two units: the Zymatic, which is a larger kind of version, the two and a half gallon, and then the okay. Pico, which they just are releasing now. Or I think they're mid-release or whatever. Uh, but so we put a bunch of kits together for the under the Brewing Network banner, um, and so I know they're testing those kits out now for release. But I wanted to just to try mine out, my oatmeal stout. I was got impatient and I wrote a recipe for them, and uh, I wanted to check it out. So before I went to Hawaii last month, I brewed my oatmeal stout. Oh, yeah. How? But a bigger version. You oh, you went to Hawaii? Anything else? <laughs> I went to Hawaii, yeah. No, um, really? I try not to. No, I did. I, I brewed <laughs> yeah, a, I like brewed a, a Grodzitski. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Which is a, a smoked wheat beer. We had that one. Wheat beer. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. liked it. I'm, I'm just talking about percentage-wise of all your brewing. Oatmeal stout. Oatmeal stout. It's kind of like me with pale ale. Yeah, I, I really like well, oatmeal no. stout. I don't think a lot of people do it right. It's good to specialize. Yeah. Yeah, and that way you can do it right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I yeah. like I like yeah. this out. I never get any of yours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm aware. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, well, you know, I don't really. I haven't brewed in in. I haven't brewed that beer 
in a while. I brewed uh, once on a Pico brew, and then uh, I had a leak in the keg, and it leaked all over my garage. Uh, so I actually haven't brewed it in, fuck, like two years or something. Mm-hmm. Some long ass amount of time, yeah. Uh, but it's not done carbonating. Uh, you know, the, the past few times I brought in some beers, it hasn't been really super carbonated. So I wanted to give you guys an actual proper taste. So you, I will bring it in. You will, okay. I will bring it in. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to throw it together and just check it out. Uh, you know, play with a couple different yeasts and just see what it would be, what it would, what it would be like, and maybe change a couple malts or whatever. Because I think I still have some time. Anyway, so I, I brewed that and I kegged it last week, and uh, I'm really excited about it. What different yeast did you use? Um, I used another white. See, I didn't make a note. I'm a bad. I'm a bad home brewer. <laughs> I used a different white lab. Usually, I'll use like Cal Ale. Yeah. I think I maybe used Edinburgh. Oh, I like that one a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's one of my favorites. Um, I think it goes not well. I've used it a whole bunch, but I when I ever go to the White Labs tasting room and yeah. that is on tap with one of their beers, I always like it. It's good. It's good. It it it, it gives you that kind of maltiness. Uh, it doesn't go super super dry, uh, which you know a, a super dry stout. I'm not really a big fan of, mm. especially with the oatmeal stout. Gives you the carpet porter. That's you know, too flavor. dry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it's like way too dry. Dirt. Yeah, well, that's an empty keg. That's pretty fucking dry. <laughs> Choking on fibers. That's dry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. No, I did make a note. Yeah, the Edinburgh. Yeah. So that's cool. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Bruh. Whatever. Bruh. No, I always get corrected, though, so I'm just helping. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm pretty close to getting one, I think. I was thinking about it the other day. Get close well, to Well, because you use uh, mine. I was just thinking about it. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I'm the place I'm in. I can't full on, yeah. full on, just have you know resurrect my big system. Again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yeah, you're, you're way big. The, the time I I got it from you, yeah, it just sat so nice, kind of in the laundry room. It was just yeah, it because so, a really so good clean, idea. so easy, yeah. so compact. And it just it just sat there and did its thing. Well, and then you get to homebrew again. I know you missed that. So I know I do. I think that that is a good compromise for you. I think it's you know. And I was thinking the same thing that I might get one too. I tell you because I'm not brewing and it's such a pain in the ass. And I don't right. not brew because I don't love it. I I actually do still. I always say this whenever I do actually go brew. I, I really enjoy the day, but just I have so much going on. And when I think about it. But the Pico just seems easier, right? So. Well, it, it is easier. So, uh, you know, when I was getting ready to brew, it was like the day before. And I didn't have anything. Okay. I didn't have anything together. And, you know, usually like you, the day before you brew, there's kind of a yeah. ceremony involved about cleaning this or making sure you have enough propane and making sure that you oh, yeah. your water filter is checked or whatever, right? All the kind of crap that you do. A bunch of you, stuff. That you do, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. That you actually bought yeast. Right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to do that. And like the little vial or that. Now it's not the vial. It's the pitchable tube oh, yeah. or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, squeeze tube. Yeah. One of those is perfect right do starter so i really loved it and uh it was it was a cool i don't know you can play around with more uh with different malts also so like i in my original recipe i had like debittered black malt as one of my malts i took it out for midnight wheat okay just to see what it would do i don't know, i've never yeah. used midnight wheat and i thought it might be really cool give it kind of a cool dimension of the flavor so we'll see how it turns out i don't know but that's the kind of stuff you can do because it's two and a half gallons takes not a long at all so to actually it. do. And then your recipe kit's super cheap, too, right? Yeah. Because, like, like, last time I went to do my 20-gallon batch, yeah. I think like I paid bucks 70 bucks yeah. ingredients or something. No, it's like yeah. 20 bucks, dude. Oh, man. With yeast. And you're like, <clears throat> you're set. If that. Yeah. Yeah, so I you might it. want to pull the trigger on yeah. that. That's well, well, let me know. He has the tiny conical <laughs> now, so he's spent most of the money all the way. You're all set up. He's already halfway. Okay, I couldn't just... You have a dock-style conical? 
yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, my big conicals aren't going to hold it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. we had to like brew four times or five times. So oh, yeah. I, I kind of asked the cool boys over uh, more beer. Yeah. You have very nice teeth, by the way. No cavities. Yeah, feel free to punch them in the mouth. <laughs> they get free repairs. All right. They're all right. So um, I, I, I said I need a. I need a five gallon conical. You need a Scotty. And a Scotty conical. <laughs> Scottical. And then, then they said full boat, you know, everything on it. And I go, duh. <laughs> and actually, Darren brought it over to my house and put it in my living room. Wow, that's cool. He's yeah, got I, the, his teeth need to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and can you look at this? Yeah, yeah Push got out of home. He, like, sold all of his equipment, and uh, but really? I, I got his five gallon conical. Oh, so now I have a five gallon, like temp controlled, all the. It makes it so much easier. Nice, yeah. Because you're a pico and a, a, oh, that'd be great. And and double batch into that shit, and you're golden, dude. Double batching is so easy with that thing. Yeah, pretty much just pull the drawer, dump the grain, put more grain in it. (laughs) uh, You refill. You refill the keg. Uh, you put the hops, the, the hops in the little, the little, the little back baskets back there. Yeah, and. And you're great, and you just you put, you put it on Wi-Fi, ding, 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 yeah. and it goes it goes into their website, pulls up your recipe, and and just does it all. Oh man, it's, it's a good cool. time. If you want I to get I one, let me know beforehand. Okay, and I'll email I'll email the people. I'll email the Pico Brew people, the Zymatic okay. folks, and we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, <laughs> usually you get charged more, but sometimes you get charged more. It's a good name will be on it. Yeah, <laughs> do you get something for signing up, friends? No. <laughs> okay. No. It's a pyramid scheme. But I know they, but, but I know they love us as much as we love them. Yeah, so, you know uh, just, uh, they love the BN. I, I, you know, I hear everybody saying, "Oh, but you're getting away from the brewing of it because it's all automatic and everything." It's just a different way of doing it, and it's all kind of cool. Well, it is. I mean, it's like anything in technology, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I don't. I always tell people on the internet because that's where everyone likes to argue. I go, go talk to Matt Brindleton about how much he's gotten away from brewing. When he brews on his fucking system, yeah. that uses a push button. Go talk to Sully, right? Go talk to these people who have automated systems. It just makes it easier. It doesn't make it worse. You still have to create the recipe, exactly. which is the yeah. work, yeah. and you still have to ferment it properly, which you, is the rest of the work. You got to wash the beer and then adjust. You have to wash it, roll through. You got to make sure that it does what it's supposed to do, and it does. But you created everything, so. Yeah. Meh. Anyway, that was it. I love it. All right, uh, let's wrap up our Twitter game. Don't forget, Twitter game yes. was brought to you today by Wine and Hop Shop. Go to wineandhop.com and check them out. What was our Twitter game? Well, I wanted to help Warren out because that's what I do. I exist to help Warren out. Uh, not and to I make fun of him it. at all, but just to actually help Sorry him out. Sorry for your load. To help yeah. him, yeah. Wait, so, you do that? Load. So I wanted to, st- uh, to get the Twitter versus idea on a uh, name for an Oktoberfest, the Oktoberfest that we drank here today. Um, someone I can't pronounce their name says a uh, prescription beer goggles Oktoberfest. De Saxed, whatever the fuck his name is. De uh, Saxed, De Saxed, prescription <laughs> beer goggles Oktoberfest. Mm. Okay, uh, Joe Casper says, doesn't he know he's supposed to be coming out with a Christmas beer in October? Mm. Oktoberfest or so August. Mm. 
Okay. Ian Stringer says Oktoberfest IPA. Trust me, it will sell. <laughs> it <laughs> <Okay>. would. <laughs> That's a little funny. It would. Uh, Greg Hack says, Why are there so many hairs in my Pubetoberfest? Oh, oh. oh Pubetoberfest. It's cold filtered, triple beard hair. That's why it's hazy. Uh, all right. I'll give that one some points. Uh, Swimmers. Chris B says, Hop Grenade Oktoberfest. Justin clearly needs more to do, and it's free mm-hmm. publicity for Beer Law Center. True. Because you'll be talking about how he stole your fucking name. And then, be, like, uh, I'll be talking about him like he's not in the room. Yeah, right. right. And then there's this brewery in... What city are you in? Los, Los Gatos. Gatos. Los Gatos. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Chris, another Chris, says the Justin Crossley Memorial Octoberfest. <laughs> Winner. There you go. Yeah. Winner. All right, Chris. I agree. That's his name now. Thanks for playing. Good work, Chris. Yeah. You're the winner, Chris. <laughs> Uh, I'm planning my funeral. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to lead it? I feel like I should be the one to to MC your your funeral. If you, oh, yeah. I've seen you MC a funeral before. <laughs> uh, look, uh, you know, no. it, I did fine. It's going to be tasty. You did actually really. If he's great. not dead yet. Tasty will MC my funeral. If yeah. he's not well, dead, you're yeah. going to do mine, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have a, a thing all laid out. Okay. Yeah, you, I'll you tell budget, you. I have a budget. I have you the money. can't do each oh, okay. other. So, uh, you got it planned out. Got to talk to my kids. Yeah, you're in. Oh, Tasty, I will do that any day. But and I'm a, I'm a professional. I mean, I will. No, take, no, that's, you, I yeah. believe you. I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. Have oh, you, I believe yeah, it. I've Seriously, been around. You, I know professionals. You're the guy. Have you talked to your kids about this and yeah, everything? Like, sure. this is how you want it done? Well, some days I don't feel so hot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? That's, that's a really, hangover, I know. This is really smart. And I don't, yeah. this, no. this shouldn't be a somber note. I, maybe Look, it sounds I, like I couldn't imagine having a party, and I couldn't imagine having people pay to go to it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be kind Figure of... Figure it out. You're thinking and about I'm charging sorry, for your JP funeral? No, I went... No, no, The party. It's free party. Is we're having a free... He's throwing oh, okay. a party. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, all I wouldn't right. mention... Gonna, all I was going to say is that folks at home, parents, whoever... Make sure you talk to you. Yeah. Plan your shit out. See what's... Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it sucks when you don't. You want to get toasted? <laughs> you want to be put in the ground right away. Yeah. How do you want to... Yeah. Well, that, that's, why, that's why he's doing yours. Uh, okay. Three to five words. Yeah. Put her in the ground. I like it. Well, short Quick and, and easy, man. Uh, no, oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be a good MC at yours. Oh, please. <laughs> no need to reciprocate. Uh, I haven't decided what do that to do with mine yet. So, but that, I better decide soon. <laughs> well, the good news is you don't have a say in it. I've got an Oktoberfest with your name on it. So <laughs> yeah. Now we've got a couple weeks. So i got to start. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who is at the top of the death pool? Okay, it's good. It's good question. It's been a while. I made it um, through my birthday. That's you, true. Doc, you made it through your birthday. Um, honestly, I feel like I'm still at the top. Didn't I move to the top uh, the last time we had you, this discussion? You did, but because you were going to the doctor, we haven't right. had a, a good oh. health update, and so you're very vague about a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't so, go back to the doctor. So, be <laughs> so you Smart, got the results. And I, really, I got the results. I didn't go back, and I didn't really change any of my habits. Oh, good. Smart. So, yeah, okay. doubly smart. What were the results? Are the results good or bad? Just go with good or bad. Uh, bad. Okay. Not uh, terrible. Like, bad, like, you should make some changes if you want to live long. Bad. And okay. you said, so no, no changes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the reason I don't go to the doctor right there. You don't want to hear that shit. And, and 
I don't know that I want to live long because I I, I don't want to live long enough to start ha- to experiencing the problems I've caused. That's all. If the problems don't uh, ever rear their head, like if I'm if so your if chickens don't come home to roost. Yeah, no, if I luck out, I'm not saying I want to die young. I'm saying I want to check out before the problems I've caused arrive. They're already That's arriving. Right. Once they're uh, eighteen, yeah, well. but uh, they're they're still very manageable right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna still brush that shit right under Jesus. the carpet. So okay, so you yeah. didn't go back it's to the dog. Carpet. It's all about erections. Yeah. It's, a, it's a shag carpet. <laughs> you, you didn't go back to the doctor, and Tasty just admitted... Working for the most part. Tasty just admitted he doesn't go to the doctor at all. Right. right. So I feel like Honestly, the both of you are dead even, I, no pun intended. Okay. I go to the doctor okay. yeah. for a physical every year, mm-hmm. and like random checkups. Like I'm probably going to die first. Why? Yeah, because are you I'm saying most... that every time they say you're, you're, you're not doing well? No, just because oh. I, well, let's be honest. Well, I, my family history well, is not good on either goes side. wrong with girl parts, period. So. Fact. Yeah. And okay. I'm the most, with the exception of maybe Jason, ah, the most proactive about trying to be healthy, except yeah. for eating Taco Bell a lot. Right. Like, <laughs> except so you're saying just like... Taco Bell. Karmically or as a jinx, it's you're just going to happen. Uh, Bevo, I she do. Gone. I hope to. Uh, the, I that that would devastate me. I hope that you are way way down the list. Yeah, I definitely she, have to croak before you do. It will break. Yeah, my it's heart. like losing a child. Yeah, if I she, can't. If she goes deathly ill, I can't handle Heaven that. forbid. Yeah, okay? the sweet the sweet Lord above. Now you can say anything you light, want. Right? Now that you've said God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Well, actually, would you would you end it all? Would you kill yourself? Oh, in order in order to go before her to spare her or spare you the heartache of <laughs> losing her first over you. Answer the question truthfully, please. Like I said, it's like yes, <laughs> yes, maybe I might. Oh, that's <laughs> serious <laughs> contemplation. Yeah. So it's nothing less, nothing worse than God. I got to go your to your child gym. going before you. Yeah. So if, except for tasty, what? Well, he. I feel really bad if anyone, guys. This is my least favorite topic, by the way. It comes down. It comes oh, down to Justin yeah. not wanting to have yeah, to take care of I Sam. We went. Right. Well, that's why right. he doesn't yeah, want to have to take care of Sam. Sam. Yeah. But you know what? It, uh, it is, that's why I had Abby. You say right. all this so she can take care. of Thank Sam. you. Yeah, exactly. Thank it is you. like you say anytime, anywhere. So I had this this friend. Actually, you know him, Scary John. Oh yeah. Remember Scary John? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he went to he went to Cambodia. Like he was making absinthe in Cambodia. Whatever. As you do. Typical Scary John. Got hit by a car on the side of the road and because dead. that's it. What? Oh. Yeah. Really? Done. And he was like 48. It was like two days before his Did birthday. Did he ever get to spread his seat? No any helmet. Time. I don't know that. Any time. But they have I like like, like little like two-stroke oh, bikes that oh, everyone rides around. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and just... That's it. Like, just there's not a lot of damage, but uh, I don't know. I had to like look online, but really, how'd you Facebook, find out about people that, on his Facebook started like posting things. I'm like, what happened? And nobody really knows. The fucked up part is I went to Google and Google his name and like the the Benefit. country, and then there's like a photo because oh. in ah. Cambodia they don't give a shit. No, it's on no, a form of like yeah. so they actually have like a list of like all the expats that die every month and oh. what country they're from. He's on that page. Yeah, and oh. I'm like, oh, that's so that haunts me. But uh, yeah, terrible. so fucking anytime. Any, but this is a guy who was doing what he wanted to do. Moved to Cambodia to make absinthe, and his absinthe was fucking killer. <laughs> yeah, he was good. Uh, literally, good. He, yeah. he shook the it, bay it may or may not have everybody had knew him. To do. Well, that's also just, true. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, you just you you do what you love. Until you get hit by a car okay. on a dirt road on a, on a motorcycle. Tell and he was. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. So that's depressing for you. Live it that's up. That's why I don't go to Cambodia. So no, you should start doing not, what you love. I, I, 
I should. So just uh, really start that. Yeah. The key I'll be thing, back in seven more weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The key thing here, Justin, are you doing exactly what you love? And if you died right now? Are you actually asking me this question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one's listening. Am I doing exactly what I love? No. But I'm... What percentage of do you love it? What percentage of it do you love? Oh, man. 40? The show or, or every, everything? <laughs> no, just yeah. right everything in your life. My yeah. whole life. What percentage do you love of it? Like, what percentage are you doing what you love? You know what I mean? 12 years ago, God, this is you were wearing an apron and asking people... You want fries with that? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Have right. you tried our house yeah. sauce? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give two, you like dessert I'm gonna with give that. two different How answers. How tight you want your lug nuts? I'm gonna give two different, very honest answers to okay. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can you have two? I am. I am. You just go with it. Seventy percent doing what I love. Okay. And about thirty percent recognizing that I actually am doing what I love. There you go. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's the, my two honest yep. answers. I'm, I mean, I'm doing mm. a poor job of recognizing yep. that most of the time I'm doing what I love. That's where I'm at, too, to be honest with you. Okay. Maybe it's the our age <laughs> range, Right. Is that it? Yeah. Because like, if, you don't, if you don't sit and recognize what you're doing, yeah. you, you need to figure out. You, you're never going to realize. Like The time's going to slip by before you go, yeah. hey, I was actually really enjoying that. Exactly. And honestly... Tasty, uh, he doesn't even know this, but has made comments that, that have stuck with me about this very thing. He said in very passing moments about the Brewing Network and the fun that we have and the times that we have. Yeah. I don't know even if you remember saying this stuff, but Tasty has always said, <laughs> Tasty's, Tasty has said, like, you, we'll probably look back and think about this as the time of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people, like high school is a time oh, of our glory lives. Days. Like a lot of people. And, but, but I, like I said, I don't even know if you remember saying this, Tasty, but you, you have mentioned before and it stuck with me. Like, yeah, I, I probably will look back at the BN experience and go, God, what a fucking blast. <laughs> like that was, those were the times. Just the carefree days. Uh, although my hope is my philosophy on life is that you never have to look back and say that was the time of my life. I, this, I always want it to be the time of my life. Yeah. Every, you geezers every, are depressing. Every day. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Your lives are over. Right. Just, yeah. just it could be more than one midlife crisis in this room. I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't go buy a Corvette yet. So I just turned thirty, and it sounds like it's all over. I had a, but there's only one midlife. I had a real. black Corvette for a while. See, when, how old were you? How was that? Thirty nine. Uh, uh, let's see, forty five. Okay, you're thirty nine now too, right? Are we uh, both thirty nine in like two weeks? Yeah. Oh, I'm a little older than you. I yeah. thought you were a little older than me. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, okay, just a little. I don't think of it as a midlife crisis, actually. It's probably your midlife. Uh, oh, it's definitely my midlife. That's a fucking given. Oh, that, actually, was, midlife that was 15 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> That's why you started the So you're, 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 you're outside the normal behavior pattern because you didn't buy the car, you say. Um, okay, well, that's, how, that's yeah. how I joke about it. Okay. So what? There are other symptoms that I don't have but some about, do. um, but um, some I do. I agree with you. Um, um, 100%. um, um, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Doc knows more. Oh, oh, fuck. Hey, oh, fuck. Are, you guys, are you guys convinced that I'm just having a midlife crisis? No, I'm not. I, 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 I wouldn't mind. I'm asking. I think your defense might enlighten me. You're going to have one. It might as well be now. And the symptoms? Just deny. 
Yeah. But, um, no, no, I know a bunch of them are there. Uh, you know I never deny this when, stuff. When are you leaving... For Norway, yeah, coil? do we have time to, to do we have time to drive Corvettes before you? <laughs> One last time. Why is my plane going down? I leave Wednesday. It's fucking Norway. <laughs> yeah, probably. The Northern Lights are going to take me out. Uh, no, it's one of them glaciers. <laughs> no, those are all gone anyway. He's dude. going in a plane. <laughs> Not my boat. <laughs> right. They're very tall. The tall glaciers. They explode, man. They go up. Okay, they don't. They probably don't have enough Corvettes. In, in Norway for you to drive. I had a really good reasoning the other day about why I'm not going through a midlife crisis, but I can't remember it right now. <laughs> that's a symptom of right. midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah that, that's one, right? That's like the main one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, let me say this uh, just so our listeners don't worry, too. Uh, um, I'm, good point, Jeep. <laughs> I'm feeling better. I'm happy to be here right now, and um, I'm happy that I'm not here next week. I'm so. <laughs> yeah, very sincere. Take <laughs> He's holding his left arm pretty tight. We need to move on. You know, actually, I, let me say this uh, because, and I said this to push too, um, uh, the Great American Beer Festival, there were a lot of very nice comments said to me uh, by professional brewers and home brewers and stuff, and, which, which happens a, a lot, right? Um, but it's the first time in about a year that... Uh, uh, I don't want to say I take them for granted. I, I've never really done that, but they didn't like resonate with me like they used to. It did. You know, let me say it this way. This is a better way to say it. It reminded me of why I do the Brewing Network. That's what happened. I was getting some very nice comments, and it reminded me of why I do I do the Brewing Network, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, I sat, uh, I I watched a panel with uh, Jester King and Prairie Artisan Ales. Actually, it's with his new project. American Solera, I think. Is that, that's, that's available on our website, right? It's available on our website. Uh-huh. Um, it'll be. It's on our live stream page right uh-huh. now. It'll be on our YouTube page probably in a day or two. Um, so you're in the audience. You need more. I'm in the audience. Yeah. I was running the question mic, oh. and uh, it was our most popular panel we did. There was a packed house. Uh, I also am a fan of both of those breweries. Oh, they're great. And uh, every time uh, the crowd asked a question to either one of them about where they learned to brew or how they started or anything, every single time they said. Uh, that guy over there and the Brewing Network. Every single <laughs> time. Wow. And it happened about five or six times until, you know me, I get all emotional back there. I'm, all, I'm you know, I'm getting all choked I'm up. Getting, I'm crying right now. Because I'm also a big, I'm still just a fan of beer. You know, oh, yeah. people talk to me about, oh, you're a big deal. You're no, big. no. Me, I actually me, just consider myself a fan of beer. If I can and, pay uh, it forward just one little bit. Yeah. 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 So to hear that really meant something to me. And then other brewers coming up. And uh, so just as a progress report to our listeners. About how I'm doing on my. Uh, I was reminded of why I do the Brewing Network at GABF. It was very enjoyable for me, and um, uh, so so there you go. So maybe I'm on my way back. I don't know, I'm but sorry, I'm not here next week. What were you going to say? That with me? Uh, no, we're th- we're gone we're for, for like two weeks. weeks. Right? Yeah, we are yeah. gone. Wait, I don't come back to this place. Yeah, two weeks. two weeks off in a row, baby. Go, All right, Adam and Eve. Um, is this the O ring? The, butt the plug. O-ring. Oh, the power O. Okay. Oh, the power O? It's the power O. Get ready. O. Check out the latest deal from Adam and Eve when you use coupon code BNARMY. 50% off uh, any item. Almost any item. Three free DVDs. Free power O vibrating ring. Power. It's the power. I gotta say, I'm dying to try it. The power is in you. 
Uh, and free shipping. <laughs> now it's out. Now it's in. Bauer's yeah. no, <laughs> about to leave you. Right, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold out. No. <laughs> no. It's gone. Nope. Uh, just go to adameve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter coupon code BNARMY, B-N-A-R-M-Y, and you'll get 50% off any item. Three free DVDs, free power, O vibrating ring, and free shipping. How can you go wrong? Can't. Really. You Unless can't. you run out of lube. There's no yeah. wrong. Or batteries. There's no <laughs> wronging there. All right. Are we done? We gone. I'm hungry. Oh, wait. Wait. Let me check. Hang yeah, on. I'm done. You're done? Done. You finished? Um, yeah. Are, are there onions on the pizza, Bebo? No onions. Oh, you asked for no onions. Did you, I che- asked did for you no check? Onions. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Yay. Oh, there's a receipt in the pizza because I just dropped it in there. Oh, good. But no, there are no onions. Extra receipts. <laughs> All right, yeah, receipts let, on the side, let's please. Let's go. Yeah. All right. We're off for two weeks. <laughs> um, we're off next week just because, and we're off the following week because again. Yeah. And it's oh, Halloween. Two because this is two, two yeah. oh, reasons. Halloween. Well, we did three free. We did three shows this week. We there happens to be uh, five Sunday Mondays. Mondays in the Got month. A pertinent question. Yeah. Uh, Halloween's Monday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're we still having the party at your house. No. Oh. Mm-mm. Oh. I know leap year screwed us. Uh, Otherwise, we might have done it. But no, no party this year. Um, I'm not doing anything. I don't want to be at my house, though, so we should go do something. Leap year helped me. It went from birthday Thursday to birthday Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's nice. That's nice when it works that way. It saved a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. It did save me, I'll tell you that. Last year I had to do a three-day bender. Uh, uh, You had to. uh, I wouldn't have survived It could have easily been a five-day if you would have just stuck with us. I know. I didn't (laughs) let Sam come this year. Yeah, I, 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 you didn't let him uh, go. I did notice the. the we were missing that him, We yeah. didn't have Sam with us this year. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, because why? Because he was misbehaving last year. No, no. Actually, I. To be honest, I forgot about last year until this minute. <laughs> I don't remember why oh, we weren't dear. able to go. I know you. You called and asked for him back. Yeah. Can I have Sam back? I'm not no. really sure why. I no. Oh, I know, but like, you did. Not the more you right. think about it. Because it was five Let's days. Go. We're getting out of here. <laughs> JP, finish it up for us. Thanks, oh, everybody. Goodness. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks, huh? Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. The fellows from Altamont Beer Works and Livermore made the huge trek up to Concord to talk beer. Find out more about them at altamontbeerworks.com. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go to earsuppodcast.com as J.P., Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight at Homebrew Info. Follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at T.C. McDean, J.P. at Major Jib, and Warren is stuck over at Another Beardy. Justin and Tasty are traveling to Norway to attend the What's Brewing Beer Fest in Skagelskagen from October 20th to 23rd. If you're up for the trek, shoot up there and join them. Head to whatsbrewing.no for more info. Also, JP will be at Eagle Rock Homebrewing in L.A. on November 5th for their Rock the Wart competition. Come taste some homebrews and stare at JP from across the room. No touching, please. Today's show is produced by Beverly, and your host has been Justin. Be sure to find the Brunak on Facebook. Great as his charity.